I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn from Bijou Candles. And, and this, this is, is a Candle Coven Podcast. Let's light some candles, get cozy, and talk at it. This is like my bit of small talk that I've been throwing around. Okay. On November 22nd, 2022, 2.30 p.m., Adam's parking lot, my sweet wife and I, my bride We're at the grocery store. Are at the grocery store. We just pulled in. Our car is like, you know. Brand new. It's brand new. It's a right. It's, you know, it's like a small SUV. Right. It's a compact SUV. And it's an Acura. And I actually do want to say the name of our car because I don't think we've ever said the name of it. No, I don't think we have. It is a gray Acura. It's an RDX. Right. So she needed an R name. Yeah. So her name is Rhiannon Fleetwood Fleetwood Macura. R.I.P. Christine McVie. Right. Seriously. (sighs) Didn't see that coming. Anyway. So here we are at this grocery store. The parking lot is like a disaster already. It's like pre-Thanksgiving nightmare. But like the par- the design of this parking lot is like, you know when you go to Trader Joe's and there's like a C on every spot because like only compact cars can go to Trader Joe's? Yeah, what is that? Because that's, they want you to take your little like Flintstones car. Well, my Flintstones car is in the shop. <laughs> so we pull into this parking spot and I look in my side mirror and I see this lady, this old lady, and she's going to turn into the spot next to me and I like see in her face... That she's gonna hit my car, and as it's happening, I'm like making eye contact. You literally with her. like. He's I was like, this bitch is gonna hit the car, and all, all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, there it is. Yep. She rolled into our yeah. car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we get, and I was like, oh my god, and like you know when you're so pissed and you expect to get out of the car and be like, you fucking bitch, but like no, that's not you what know, happened. We saw her, and I was like, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> She was like this old French lady. Yeah, she was so French. And she was literally like, sorry, I could not see the sun was yeah. in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being so nice. Yeah. And we were just like, what? And, and she, she was like, and then she gave her State Farm card as if she'd like never seen it before. And yeah, it was she was like, husband. what is this? Yeah. And she was, here's the piece de resistance is her car that she was driving was a Honda Accord. Yes. Which we obligatorily called the Honda D'accord. D'accord. <laughs> Which is funny to just... <laughs> I mean, it's like writes itself. Yeah, it wasn't that bad of a tap, but no, it was but like, okay, a tap. But I had to go today to the body shop, and right. we have to like get like the whole fender bender replaced. Oh, and it's going to be the whole fender? Yeah, I'm just going to put a new one on there. Son of a bitch. And like, it's so crazy, because it really is like a scratch. It and, is. Uh, it's like a scrape. Yeah, it's like a scrape on the bumper, like the bumper top. Yeah. And... Here I am in a fucking rental car. This car is going to be gone for a week. It's just like, jeez Louise, you guys. You just go to the grocery store and then the next thing you know. <laughs> I'm being picked up at a body shop by Hertz. How was the situation of you having to be riding shotgun with a stranger? It was wild. To the I Hertz mean, you know, rent a car. I'm from New York City, so like it's not the first time in the world that you get in the car with a stranger. Yeah, but like to sit I know, I sat shotgun. I wonder if he was like wondering if I was going to get in the back or not. I know, like those are like kind of like the social things where like you don't know the rules. Like... Hi, yes, you're here to pick me up to bring me to the rental place. Like, is this like an Uber sitch? Do I get in the back? Right. And this is the first time I've ever had to do something like this. Right. So I get in the front seat. It's this like white Toyota Camry. Toyota Camry. Mariah Camry. That's what I'm calling her anyways. Because she's white and it's like a snowflake. She's the Mariah Camry. Great. Thank you. So I basically just like pop in this car. I'm like, what's up? And it's this like probably 
a person that's younger than me because everyone's younger than me now. Yep. We're at the age where now everyone, you can just assume that most people yeah. are younger. <laughs> and it was just like this guy and his mom's from Queens. Do you remember his name? Oh, I didn't know until I got to Hertz, but it's Damon. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> we didn't like introduce ourselves to each you just, other. Like, I just got in the car. I was car. like, what's up? <laughs> he was like, yo, this, this car is like fast. <laughs> the Camry? Yeah. And I was like, and he like, gunned it he like floored it and i was like holy shit and he was like i got an at like a blacked out audi like with like 20 inch bbs and like blah 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 he's like telling me about his audi he's like you'll see when we get to hertz yeah so we're like driving this car and we're talking about he's going to like miami and then he's going to calgary i was like what's up in calgary and he was like my girl's there and he calgary like alberta canada uh, as yes the calgary flames is it calgary alberta canada for some I don't reason, know. my brain said that. I don't know. Where, is Calgary on the east or the on the right or the left? Feels, in the middle? Feels west. Guys, it I don't... It feels west, right? You know what? Shame. Americans do not know Canadian geography. Do Canadians know American geography? Probably a little bit more. Because we're know, like, if, I'm from this state. The only How dare you? I know about Calgary is because of hockey. Right. But like... I think it's... It's cold there, the that's west. for sure. Yes. Can you imagine a long distance from Calgary? You're, I know. You're trans... So Tom, so I'm like, so you got, I'm like, you have an international girlfriend. And he was right. the way that this guy told me how he met this girlfriend. So he was like, he drops to me that his best friend is the game, the rapper, the game, and that he, yeah, as so, in Christina no, Milian's so at, baby daddy. Yes, but at, no, it's the dream. The dream. <laughs> pick it low. Yeah. Dip it up slow. Yep. Oh, dip it low. Pick yeah. It, pick it up slow. Dip low. No, not him. Yeah. No. Can we just talk about the fact that you and I are absolutely brain I'm dead? I'm brain dead right now. I'm, this is like, I'm I'm running on empty. No, it's it's December the 1st right yeah, now. Yeah, sorry if I'm not like the funniest person in the world right now, but like, are, I'm Shrug City. We are so out of it. There's so much going on. Yeah, like, like for us, who am Not I? just work-wise, but like personally. Like I literally just did all of this just now. Right. So oh, like, yeah. the fact that I have to like mask in. at the Hertz station for two hours, like right. I'm exhausted. Exhausted. And um, I am um, in TMI for literally everyone, but everybody should know. I got my period this morning and she is, um, she's yeah. feisty. On a mission. She's like, oh, it's your birth month? Yeah. Let's just shed the whole you out. I'm going to make this so bad for you. <laughs> like it's literally so freaking bad and she's I'm like, sorry to whine about it, but it's all I no, can think your about. No, is like, so you're 37. <sighs> And I haven't been pregnant once. Right. Okay. I'll right. show you. She's like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'll cool. show you. She's like, I've been making these houses. I know. <laughs> Every it's month. like a red revenge. The red revenge is getting your period in your late 30s and early 40s, I bet. How are there not so many horror movies about like getting your period? Right? I have so many horror oh. stories from when I was like in middle school and high school. Yeah. That are period based. Oh my god, we could do a whole podcast oh, just on it, period horror stories. Right, guys, write in your period horror stories. Podcast traumatizing. So traumatizing. The, no help anyone. No one helped me. Wait, so this makes me think of the first time I had my period was sixth grade. I was 11, which is just too young for that because what I had no business. You know what I mean? No. And I remember I was like, okay, if I have to go to school and like keep pad around, I'm going to need the pad on my person because I don't want to have to do How like embarrassing a, the pad like transfer. The, oh my God. Like the sleight of hand. Oh yeah. We become like all, all, all middle school girls are magicians. Magicians. Like a tampon. <laughs> I <up> know. <laughs> um, no, that's so true. And, and like, it, you and get, they use the fucking loudest materials. Oh, they, they don't now, but they did. 
the loudest material, so I, this actually goes right into it, so I was like, I'm gonna wear overalls, because my overalls had, like, a big pocket here. Yeah, I, I think I employed the overalls a few times, too. And, like, I, you, there was, like, a perfect pad size zipper, mm-hmm. and so, like, all day long, though, I had, like, this, like, crispy, like, crunchy <sighs> pad, like, on my breast buds all day, just like, oh gunk, gunk, gunk. and it's, like, they were thicker then, because this is, like, the oh, yeah. 90s, and I just remember, like, going to the bathroom and, like, zipping it and it being like zip 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 yeah zip like why is she unzipping another thing like right you're over like it's just like everything you're doing is everyone's paying and conspicuous then, as hell and also we have the american bathroom system which is just out in the open yeah which is like it's just getting you ready for the prison it, industrial complex exactly it's the it? same shit same same people why do you think that they like don't give a fuck about school shootings it's because like they get to like armorize schools now and there's a huge there's like a big school shooting right business right it's business exactly <laughs> i digress anyway so damon so oh, yes. no anyway so he's like talking about these parties that he goes to in calabasas right and he's like you know calabasas and i was like calabasas yeah, Car- yeah that was like kardashian country right. and he was like yeah and he's like so my boy my best friend is the game okay and do you know how they met how do you have any guesses how this guy that I... This was, guy that works at a Hertz rent-a-car who I'm assuming is the Mid-Hudson Valley? Yeah. Because um, his mom lives in Queens. I think he's from how Queens. How did he meet the... High school? <laughs> no, they met in 2015. 2015? They've been besties since 2015. Um, Can I just tell you? Tell me. Xbox Live. Are they like... They're like buds? They're... Yeah. He like goes and hangs out with him in Calabasas. I, be- I believe it. And goes to like industry parties and meets this girl who apparently... Who he says is very rich. And she owns an oil and gas company in Calgary. I guess it's like her family. And she's like French Canadian. He's dating a Canadian oil princess? Apparently. Well, I mean, he's he's getting that car. That yeah, Audi. I mean... Wow, you learned a lot about this oh, fellow. Everyone tells me their fucking life story. Okay, but what is that, though? That happens to me, too. Because well, I, I guess I ask, because, like, what else am I doing? I'm not yeah, gonna you're tell you really good at asking questions. You like I don't to deflect know, to social situations. I don't want situation. anyone to know anything about me, because, like, what do you want to know? I'm, like, the craziest story. Do you have 50 <laughs> hours to hear about this life story? You're, like, the only way I can talk about myself is if I have a podcast. <laughs> exactly. And even then, I don't want to. So uh, just wait, get ready for some questions. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so we, you know, we have a, a grand old time in this Camry and we're like zipping around and then I get to Hertz and I get out of the car and, um, so Damon like drops me off at the front, like pulls it around or whatever. And he was like, do you want this Camry for like my rental? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this other guy. So I'm walking into Hertz and there's this guy in front of me who pulls in this like weird ass looking Jeep that I've never seen. Like okay. a Forester? I don't even know. It's like, it's like hideous, Jeeps right? sometimes make things that they are They make just these choices. Like, yeah. yeah. Choices. So this kind of like, you know, very clean cut, like very nicely dressed. He almost looks like he's like a business person. Okay. Like a casual Friday type look. Right. And he's like walking towards the entrance of the Hertz and this, the other guy that works there comes out. And he's like, is there something wrong with your car? To you or to him? No, to him. Yeah. And the guy like won't answer him. He's like very like, what? Like, who are you? Type okay. Of thing. And he's like, are you going to answer me? And he starts like getting so mad because it, it like felt racist. Because the, the guy that works at her was black as well. Oh. And um, I say as well because Damon was black. So he like comes out and he's like, what's the issue with your car? And the guy like won't answer him. Right. And he's like, are you going to tell me what's wrong with your car? Are you just going to like walk past me and go? And he, was, and he was like, can I help you? And he was like, he was like, I work here. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, uh, 
I'm not. Sh- I wasn't sure that you worked here, and he like didn't know how to like advocate for No, actually, I just come here and ask people if their cars are okay. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I, I was inside, and I came out to check on your car because you're like coming towards me, and you need help with your car." He lost. Right, and he, like the guy at Hertz was like so pissed off because he like wouldn't talk to him. Right, he's and like, he was What's like, your problem? He was like, "Okay, go in and get some help," and there was no one at the desk. He right. was the only guy at the desk. So right, he like. He, like, this guy goes... It got the, contentious, like, right yeah. away. And the customer, like, goes into Hertz. So the customer didn't want to interact with him. He was, like, kind of flabbergasted by the whole thing. It wasn't, like, intentional. He was very, like, probably, like, younger than me. Like, he wasn't, yeah. like, an older guy. He was, He like, was confused. He was just confused. Like First time in drags at a ball. It's the first time he's been out of the house. Yes. But, okay. So he was, yeah, he was kind of just, like, uh... Hi, I don't know what to, Yeah. And this guy's, like, are you going to fucking talk to me or no? Like... <laughs> why are you ignoring me type of thing yeah which i get yeah so he he was like okay go inside and get some help and there was no one inside right by all means <laughs> so like i go in and i was just like oh i was like in the middle of these i two feel people. like every time you go places you see something happen i i don't really go places either i know because every time you go some there's some drama i know it was and i was in the middle of these two guys and oh i was like oh my god i'm not interested i literally was like oh guys i'm gonna go in can you imagine <laughs> just like going to a place just to do some very casual business yeah and it just turns into an altercation like what's happening you know what I'm not involved. I'm not mad at the entertainment. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm saying on your end, oh, whatever. Yeah. But for these guys, it's yeah. just like, can we just like mm. do a car rental? It gets more hilarious. Okay, please proceed. So, so I go in and um, Damon is at the desk like helping me. And then there's this other guy that's like also helping me from the back. And then the the guy who got in the altercation is like back inside doing some work. And <laughs> so this other guy, the customer was like, yeah, I, I got this Jeep Forester but I don't like it. And I want, I just got it like five minutes ago and I want to switch it out for this, like the Highlander or whatever. It just like the rental switch. Yeah. Switch he was like, rental. I paid for the Highlander, but I got this Jeep and I like want the Highlander originally. Okay. So <laughs> I don't even know like what happened, but like, I think everyone just ignored him at first. Yeah. Cause like Damon was helping me. And then when Damon was kind of like done helping me or like I was waiting for like Hertz to call me back or something, this guy, Damon's like, can I help you? And he like tells him to spiel. And he was like, you're just here to make more work for us. Is what he said to him. <laughs> I can't catch a fucking break. Honestly? But, like, I agree. I was like, like, why did you take this car? I have to tell you, like, I have never in my life had a car rental experience where I really get to pick which car I want. It's, it's That's, like, nev- not a it thing. It is the dregs. Like, renting a car is, like, going to hell. Wait, do you remember that time that we rented a car on, like, some holiday in, like, 20... 20- Four, 13, 14, whenever. Well, when I had to like go to Midtown and go to budget rental car yes. and like pick up all your fucking Marlboro friends and <laughs> scoot them home and they like wouldn't give me gas money. I'm talking about two people in particular. <laughs> please, please. You know what? I feel like this is a grievances corner podcast. Maybe. I feel yeah, like, okay. I feel like we are just like, it, this is the PMS episode of the candle coven podcast. Okay. I'm down. I think uh, we all kind of need it. I think I, does it feel like it? Well, going because, back to like I, why I brought this up, yes. I was like, we're in the taint of the year. It is super tainty. We're almost, we're at the point of like the diarrhea of the year. Like if New Year's Day is like when you finally get to have the diarrhea, we're at like the most painful part. So it's like the cramping. Yeah. We're like on the toilet. Like, <laughs> 2022 has been flowing and now it's just like, let's yeah. just get it out. Yeah. It's been, I, th- I don't know a single person that hasn't had like something happen. And like shit that you can't even like think of. Oh, will, my like, bingo card. My bingo card. Will come for First you. First of all, I didn't expect Christine fucking McVee to pass. Apparently, R.I.P. Like, apparently I, like, the band didn't even know she was, like, dying. 
I, from what I'm gathering from the very little intel, which is uh, also known as Instagram, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's Who? owned by Meta Companies. Ah, um, Meta. Meta. It's, uh, they didn't know she was sick and then they were kind of told that she wasn't doing well and they were all trying to get there and it happened so quickly. Was it, so was I don't it, know do if know? it was like a sudden illness or if she had been, had something long. I'm sure we'll find out more information, but oh. it's such a, a loss. Like what an, truly I, I also a didn't personal realize that icon. she was that old. She's 79. Yeah. Which like, she looked great. She's so cool. Oh my god, Christine. I you know I love Stevie obviously, and yeah. I really like Stevie's like solo stuff. Oh, me too. And obviously, I love her Fleetwood stuff. Right. But the Christine songs are very special. You got to talk about those Christine songs. I mean, yeah. But only are you. Oh my god, it just like they're so good. Oh, that song is so beautiful. I just like I've I been mean, having a Christine moment. Yeah, I know. I feel like we're all just like reeling from like honestly that news kind of kind of hit me in the guts yeah. this week. It was at the end of the altercation at the Hertz. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I just thought that was like a hilarious no, cherry on top that he was like, oh, you're just going to make more work for us then? And I was like, oh! like, I have to say, like, <laughs> I do love to see people that are client-facing who tell Stand people what they them. need yeah, to Yeah, I liked say. it. I was no, like, this is what's up. This, I, you know what? I rarely ever do that, but this leads me into a thing about customer service, even which is our business. Yeah. Like, we, by and large, I have to say, have an amazing customer base that are extremely like empathetic, sympathetic, wonderful individuals. Uh-huh. But once in a blue moon, I will get an email that I'm literally just like, this is so out of pocket. I literally, what are you talking about? Right. Like, don't know how things work. Right. We're not Amazon. I'm We're not, not I'm not Amazon and I'm a fucking person. I yeah. just like, I don't like the tone that sometimes these emails take. And I understand that it has a lot to do with big box badass companies. It's so crazy. And then like, by badass, I mean terrible. It's so crazy how much corporations like have ruined everything and are continuing to. Yes. They're just like so they awful. They make it impossible they're for evil. to even be a customer because you're so used to having to advocate for yourself. Well, they're evil. That's because they, have, yeah. they we don't enforce antitrust laws. So now we have monopolies that can just abuse you and charge you whatever the fuck they want yep. because you have no other options. Right. I mean, Ticketmaster. Yeah. I mean, that's just like the chick of the iceberg. Nice. <laughs> I. You know what's really funny though is like that Swifties like are going to take down Ticketmaster. I love that. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like when those K-pop people like ruined that GOP event, that Trump event. Like it's like oh, shit like yes. that. Like uh I love, you know, Gen Z renegade Oh me too. Like protest if that not even protesting, but like It's just like something really funny where it's like, you know what? The the Taylor Swift event, that was the straw that broke the camel back. I know. For a lot of Should people. we get the Swifties on gun control? I need the Swifties just on anything. Right? Right. Like, you know what? That's like a actually bunch a of thing. Nancy like, Drews. Taylor, can you please use your, use the Swifties. Taylor. Use the Swifties to help. <laughs> like, right? Let's guide there them. There are power, it, it, there's power in numbers. Yeah, I mean. Don't come between me and my Taylor, Taylor Swift. Apparently. I, it's like crazy to me that people even got tickets. Like, I, how does it work? I, what's, what's the solution here? Is some it people like, easily got them. Does she need to do like and... com? Like what's the, you know? You know what it actually makes me think of is we just watched uh, that yep. David Bowie documentary, Moon Age Daydream last night. Uh-huh. It was called Moon Age Daydream, right? Moonrise Kingdom. Stop yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, and it just came out and it was so freaking good. And I like obviously cried like the whole time. I was like literally like doing the dishes in the beginning, like back, standing back there being like, <laughs> like he's so just. It's, just it's a really it. cool documentary because. For, for visually, it's awesome. They they have a lot of footage that I've so never much seen footage. before. There was some footage I hadn't seen. It was yeah. very very cool. Um, 
But as, of course, I'm watching it, I'm like deep diving at the same time about uh. stuff that I was like, oh, wait, let me see about this and that, da, da, da. And one of the things that David Bowie was sort of like, you know. A pioneer. A pioneer of was like, oh, the internet is not being utilized, like, as well as it can be. Like, it's like he, when the internet, like, first came out, he saw the potential. He did. He he's, was like, he's like a genius. He he's an 1,000% app, like, yeah. was a, a super high IQ genius. Like, yeah. I, uh, like, creative, like, never even seen anything like it. But he um, started a streaming service on, like, Bowie Net. Right. He was, like, the first place to have, number one, a streaming service and one of the very early forms of a social media thing. Right. On Bowie Net. And so I was, like, looking this up and I was, like, wow. How was Bowie Net, by the way? Oh. Branding. Hello. Branding. Yeah, he, I mean, it's, like, the king of branding. It, you know what it is? Like, people like David Bowie and RuPaul who have, and, like, I'm sure so many other people. Pioneers. Right. Kate people, Bush. People that have... <laughs> A, a, a very strong grasp on their personal brand and, like, what branding is. Like, and I hate that we have to have this conversation because, like, how dumb is this in general? In but, like, way, I, I'm talking about, like, yeah. the concept of, like, you can take forming the branding I, an identity. And, yeah, identity. Like, I think making that's a better. concise identity that people understand. Right. Whether it's one or many. And making it accessible, too. Yeah. And right. I think that, like, people like Bowie and RuPaul and whoever else that have gone through so many phases of identities and basically put costumes on and off. And, like, their costumes are so deep, like, they're personas, right? Right. And they're fully-fledged people. And it goes back to the concept that is the truth above all truth is that we're all born naked and the rest is drag. Like, literally everything is drag. Everything. And when you when you pull that out at, like, a macro level, everything yeah. is drag means everything is made up. Like, when you think, yeah, yeah. Everything is it's just all choices. We, yeah. It's all choices. But, like, when you yeah. see, like, some random guy and, like, you know, his Carhartt construction shit and his, like, hunting stuff, you're like, that's fucking drag. That's, that's a version you, of drag. Where you see someone where their drag is wrong because it's inauthentic. Yes. And you're like, that person's drag is wrong. You can tell because they're upset. Yeah. <laughs> Right? You know? Well, maybe that the gentleman that you ran into um, with his, like, business casual look, that wasn't his right drag. It probably wasn't. So he was in there and he's like, you know what? my I sim doesn't have the right outfit like, on. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and then, you know, the guy who worked at Hertz was like, your dunks are fly as hell. Nice. And I was like, I know. Nice. They do be like that. I honestly, am I going to find you just hanging out at that Hertz? You made yeah, so many like friends. Yeah, it was, so fun in there. <laughs> so Damon was telling me that his mom, <laughs> I know, right? My boy Damon was telling me that his mom... Helena like, meets one person one time for, like, we, you rarely meet people, but you were like, no, this person's nicer. You were gone for 30 minutes at most. This I know. is so funny. I know. Anyways, back it's to Damon's gift. mom. So she, so she lives in Queens, and she goes back and forth to the UK because she is a house singer. She's, like, fucking Heather Smalls. Like, he was like, t I was like, you mean, like, UK house beats? Like, 90s house? He was like, yeah, she's a singer. You're kidding me. And... She's like, la da dee, yes. la da da, yes. la da. That is the coolest right? thing I've ever I was like, that's fucking anything awesome. I, anything I ever heard of. He said her name was Carmina Day. Okay. I did a quick look up. I couldn't find anything okay. off the top, but I can do a little bit more of a deep dive. Very interesting. But um, when I got to Hertz, he was like playing house music from like the computer. Sick. <laughs> Supporting his mom. I like, lo I love this guy. Wow. What a fun character. What a fun dude. I love that. Yeah. Don't you just love when you like run across people in your life and you're just like, what a little fun, a little side quest yeah, for me. Yeah, Jocelyn, <laughs> like, like Love Actually says, love is everywhere. Love actually is, is. all around. Oh, okay, sorry. My, Which we... My 
my condolences. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we did actually. I'm literally like, it's literally all around. I don't know what's wrong with you. No, but we watched that stupid little fucking dog. We barely, we put it on when we were giving Molly a bath. Right. Which so, was a know. whole other, I have grievances about giving Molly a bath. Can I, I, I wait, can notes. I just actually I just, notes. wait, can I have, I have notes for dogs. It, all the dogs listening right now. Dogs, listen up. What if you're like, it's like just blues clues yeah when we're touching your bodies we're not trying to hurt you especially since you've known me since you were eight motherfucking weeks Mm -hmm. old and i have never hurt you she doesn't like to be touched i'm literally just trying to get something off of your body so that you don't die like, oh, you have a tick on you. Let me She's get it. She's so funny. She's the most fussy bitch I've ever met this in my life. This dog comes back from the groomer with, like, a Bosch haircut every time because you know she wants it still. Oh, she always has, like, a long piece here. And yeah. I, it's because when I try and cut her ears, I know the same thing. She's always, like... <laughs> Moving her head up and down. She's yeah, the she's, worst. Yeah, she's, she's the worst like patient. Yeah. The worst client. She, she She's like goes to the groomer. And she like dances to prog rock the whole time. Oh yeah, my, <laughs> my like rush. Yeah, she's like <laughs> our poor groomer. I'm always like, how was she? And she's like wiggly. Yeah, she's she, so, she says it's so nice to yeah. me instead of being like this wildebeest. Like she's Ser- oh. she's almost 16 years old and cannot sit still. No, but you know her brother wasn't any better. He was, like, a little bit better. Yeah, but he was still pretty bad, too. Yeah. Is it a breed trait? Is it the Bichon? Yeah, he's ha- they're half Bichon and half Yorkie, R.I.P. Oliver. But um, I don't know if Bichons just, like, won't. And the thing is, like, the kind of hair that you have is the kind of hair that I need to fuck around with. So I'm going to need you to sit still. Yeah. And, like, I want to let you know the whole time we're doing a hair, like, she's getting pieces of doggy bacon. Oh, by the whole time I'm mainlining pieces of bacon to her. If you try and wash her face... Oh, my oh, you're God. trying to waterboard me, mommy? No. We have to, like, put a tarp down over the whole kitchen. Oh, my God. I'm literally so Are gentle. Are you trying to what? That makes me think of that video that we watched. So, please. I sent Jocelyn this video. But What's it's, his name? Uh, Christopher Hitchens, who is, like, you know. He's an intellectual. Yeah. He's on, like, um, QI. Yeah, he's, like, an atheist. Famous. Like, famous, like. Yeah. Uh, he does, like, a lot of famous, what are they called? Talking head panel shows, like. What is two Debates. People. Debates. Yeah. Thank you. Um. <laughs> It was like a video of him voluntarily being waterboarded to see like to experience what's the story. It. I, I, I don't know. I didn't hear the backstory, but I don't know if he had like some thing to say about it. Like I, I don't think know he, if he was... said it was like not that bad, or if they didn't think it was torture or something. Yeah, he wanted to see like what we were actually dealing with with so, waterboarding. So the video starts with like he's like talking about it, and they put him on this table, and they're prepping him. And these guys like and they are trying to make it as realistic as possible. They're wearing like the covered mat like baklavas, <laughs> and um, they're basically like you're gonna hold these like two metal pipes in your hands, and the second you want us to stop, like drop them, or you can say red like code red. Yeah. And they repeat it back to them so they know that oh, he understands. Oh, the safe word is said like a thousand yeah. times. They're like, say it, red, say it again. Yeah. And like they start playing the music. Yeah, they start playing like blasting like hardcore rock. Right. And so they, and it's like, it looks very nondescript. Like it he's just like, like on a table. Dropping a little water on a face yeah. cloth. So they put his head in a bag first. They put a like a, a hemp. Cotton bag yeah. or whatever. And then they put a towel on his face and they have this gallon of water this jug of like Poland spring yep and they're pouring maybe like a tablespoon at a time they like it, they look like they're pouring so little they literally get like two tablespoons out and he is done yeah and they like rip the thing off of him he's like you guys have no idea it's like the worst pain i've ever felt in my life he was like it was instantly unbearable yeah. 
And he, like, explained it. And I was like, that is extremely interesting. And they, they interviewed him, like, months later. And he was like, I will wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, just, like, remembering it. And, like, gasping for air. Yeah. Like, he still has PTSD about something that he voluntarily did just to try it. And it yeah. lasted for, like, seconds. Yeah. So that was... So it is torture. Illuminating. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so it is... It is torture. And that's probably, I guess Molly wakes up in the middle of the night with PTSD for getting her little bit tubbies. I am 1000% not waterboarding this woman mm. when I'm gently sprinkling water on her face. I know. I'm like so gentle and then she like puts her face into it. Yes, I'm like, she you're does. waterboarding yourself, ma'am. So yeah, to all dogs, let us cut your goddamn nails. Let us trim oh, your buttholes. Enough is enough. We, how have we not breeded that into them? Right. Oh, but we, well, another thing that we just listened to, that podcast with Jon Stewart Mm -hmm. about this woman who is working on basically like medication, like a pill that will make dogs' lifespans longer. Yeah. And it's this like biotech startup in Silicon Valley called Loyal. And, and the it's whole started by time, this woman, Celine something. And the whole time, John was like, "I really hope you're not going to go to jail." I know. I, he was. He definitely had his like. I hope you're not like a Theranos person. Right. He was like a healthy dose of like, "Is this real?" Yeah. But it seemed she seemed like she knew what she was talking about. The science that she was talking about, like, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I was like, makes sense to me. I mean, there's it has a lot to do with Chihuahuas. Apparently, chihuahuas (laughs) have, like, the most longevity genes of dogs, so that's something. Well, so, like, you know, the bigger dogs, like, die faster. Right. Right, and, like... Because we accidentally, when we were breeding for size, also bred Mm -hmm. this thing where they don't stop... It's like a pituitary... Pituitary gland or growth hormone doesn't stop at full growth. Yeah. It goes a little bit longer, which causes premature aging which causes them they basically are rapidly aging because we're trying to increase the growth right so we've accidentally bred earlier life a a shorter lifespan into these bigger dogs and that's like one of the things where it's like people just doing stuff without ever thinking right and another thing too that people do with their dogs is they don't consider when they get them spayed and neutered based on their breed and size Mm -hmm. which i learned recently too because apparently you you get them spayed differently at different times because of how much they've grown already Right. You don't want to stunt the growth. Yeah. They have to have like a certain amount of like muscle growth before you can do it. Oh, because if they don't, then they can be, have a disadvantage. Atrophied muscles. Atrophied muscles. Yeah. See, these are, this should all be common knowledge. And why aren't our vets really telling us that? You know why? Because they're so, vets are so overwhelmed. They just want the dogs to get fixed. The the pet population is out of hand. Every vet that I've ever met is like, I can't do this anymore. This is such a grind my gears episode. And I love that because I I need it. I think I need it. And I also think it actually works for what the campfire is today, which is don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, Mm. which is in my top three movies it's of all time. It's a protest movie. It's just a, a great movie that just points out everything, and I cannot wait to talk about it. But we were going to do Spice World because those were the top two that got requested. Mm-hmm. When I looked up Spice World, when I put it up to vote, it was available on Voodoo, which is like the Fandango Voodoo. app. Voodoo. On Fandango. And it wasn't actually you know available. what we're going to have to do? It's not We're going to have to recreate Spice World ourselves and put it on YouTube. This dress is dry clean only <laughs> Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> but like, I couldn't believe that it wasn't. I, Spice World is. No. It, it's, it's a hate should, crime. It's a hate crime. Spice World needs to be to hand. It is. It's misogynistic. It's homophobic. It's so much. It's. Name them all. Yeah. It's all the things. Can you fucking believe? And I'm just like, how dare you? Like, I have no autonomy with the things I'm allowed or able to watch. Like, it do should I, just be should available I have kept for my purchase. DVD collection? It's like, 
it's great. Like, don't tell me to get rid of my DVDs and then, like, not have everything that I want to watch. I mean, and... I my a, DVDs! No, I had some really lovely members of the Candle Coven being like, listen, girl, I got it on VHS and I got it on DVD. <gasps> Someone had a laser disc. They were like, what do we... Can we send it to you? And I was like, I, That's fucking I so don't sweet. have any way to play these things. You know that I, like, recently have tried to buy one of those TVs that has, like, the VHS the tape player in it like yeah one, the billions like the of the old ones yeah like the ones that we had when we were kids the kitchen tv sure the classic white kitchen tv i like can't find one anywhere there's like shitty ones on ebay but they're like 700 dollars. i don't and trust it like, and you know like, there's bugs in there on. i know why did bugs love to live in a vhs they love to go is it because it's warm does everybody else have maybe this there's experience? something on the tape that makes them feel, is like there was a similar smell. to their anatomy is it poppers it's yeah they're all gay yeah oh. they're all gay doing poppers in our vhs's oh my god it's a club Club bug. <laughs> <laughs> I literally feel like and they only play bug theme songs. Oh wait, what's what's a bug theme song? You bugging what? You bugging who? You Ooh, bugging me? That's good. Bugaboo. It ain't cool. They only play bugaboo. Uh, the soundtrack to a bug's life. Okay. I couldn't tell you what that was. I remember like vaguely watching a bug's life, but then I. I think it might have been Ants. You know, I know. The what? They, those, did those come out at the same time? What was that? Like, was Ants the same company that did, company by the way? DreamWorks. Australia? Australia? Yep. Madagascar? Ana- I meant Anastasia. Is that DreamWorks? You did? Yeah. That's, That's what I... That's so funny. Yeah. So. Australia and Anastasia. This is same. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Shh. Same song. Dream. It's the dream works. <laughs> <laughs> Elena and I need to go to bed. I know. But you know, can you want to hear some good news? Please. The rental car has Sirius XM. Oh, cool. So. Okay. Can I just tell you something so funny? I literally, you literally pulled in with this. We have a brand new car. You pulled in with this car and I was like, can't wait to drive it. it right. There's something so fun about getting a rental car. I don't know what it is. It's just like, it's not yours, so like, who fucking cares? It's like when you go to a hotel room and you're like, ooh, they have slippers. And the slippers are literally like a piece of paper yeah, with like a thing. And you're like, ooh, like slippers. Slippers by Charmin. And I have like really nice slippers at home, but because these are free with the yeah. complimentary me, things. Complimentary things yeah. get me going. Um, We have like culturally in our family, if we do, get, like if and when you have a rental car, you have to like drive the shit out of it. Okay, you gotta beat the buffet. You gotta, yeah, you gotta like drive it to the ground. Beat I you, I learned the term beat the buffet from your family. Yeah, which is like oh it's sweet a buffet. Tomatoes. You have to get your money's worth. We used to go to Sweet Tomatoes in okay. Fort Myers. I've never been to a Sweet Tomatoes. Well, you're not going because they they closed. R.I.P. I think it's my fault. Requiesce. Oh, it's you. Yeah, you we, beat the buffet beat a little too much. We would. I think it was like twelve dollars at the yeah. time. We would literally go and spend like hours there. Yeah. And just put everything on our tree. We would not eat it at all. What are you, what's your number one thing that you're getting out of sweet tomatoes? Imagine if I said salads. I, I don't know. Imagine. You, because you've gone through phases. I know you had like a McDonald's French toast stick phase or like a no, Burger cinnamon King. Bun. Cinnamon bun. Yeah. So I don't know what you were up to as a teen. You know what? Like I would go to school every morning, go to McDonald's drive through and get a McDonald's cinnamon bun and a thing of milk. Whole and milk. then on the way home... I'd get two cheesy gordita crunches and cinnamon sticks. A growing boy. 
Can you fucking believe? Who the fuck do I think I am? Okay, my sister and I literally used to get out of high school and go, let's go swing over to Burger King. And we would get the, remember they had the crispy chicken sandwich when we were like 2003, 2004? It was like a spicy. Okay. It was like a new one. I'm not really a a Burger King stan. I'm not a Burger King stan either, but this was a a chicken sandwich that had a commercial and they were like really selling it. They were selling it. And we're like, let's. Was go. it good? Yeah, and then we would still like, eat dinner and still be like, you know, teens because like you're like tiny uh, and snack. running around and like, although just, that's like, like menstruating everywhere. Yeah, like it's just like, what am I doing? Just, I know. Like, eating. We and ate, of course I thought I was fat. We ate so much shit. Oh yeah, because I this this chicken sandwich thing I remember intricately lined up with me getting like a copy of like a magazine that had like a bunch of pictures of the Olsen twins in it when they were like really like very very like out out and about and it was like is Mary Kate have an eating disorder and like I just the whole thing fucked me up you know who like really fucked me up Hmm. Brittany Murphy tell me more against her not like her personally but But what what happened happened to to her her. right what happened to Brittany Murphy is an atrocity the holiday the Hollywood pressure of everything she, i can't like it makes me so upset it's very think, judy garland yeah it is i i get so upset when i think about britney murphy yeah me too that would that should not have happened that was some sinister happened to like britney that murphy. guy simon monjack the way like ugh. Boo. i don't know if you guys watched like the latest it's not new but it's like the latest yeah one. the more recent one i'm basically just showing that he ugh. It's, it's as if she was, like, you know that guy in Ohio who had, like, a bunch of women trapped in his basement? Ariel Castro. Yeah. It's basically that. I think that's his name. It is. Yeah. Like, that's, like, what happened to yeah. her. Like, he, like, locked her in the house. She was, like, she had, like, pneumonia. She was ill. She needed medical help. And he, like, wouldn't let her get it. And she just died. Yep. Yeah, that was, like, a whole, there was, like, control, a whole control thing. Like yeah, it's she not, was, like, as deep. He was, like, it's not, like, black mold. It's not all these no, theories. It's, it's just, literally he just let her die. Yeah, she was very, very underweight. And taking a uh, bunch yeah, of medication that he was feeding to her. He wasn't feeding her food. Right. He was feeding her meds and yeah. drugs. And she died. And they wouldn't let her call the, call call anyone. the ambulance. They, like, cu- they, like, until the it was off. too late. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Things are not what they seem sometimes. <laughs> they never are. They really aren't. Should we get into the campfire? Before we do, I have to talk about the candle of the day, though. Ah, uh, Yes. Which is the candle of the day. I always have to get it and like put it in my face. It's the Cher Jasmine sure. and Rosewater candle. <laughs> and the reason I picked this candle for today's podcast is because of Rose Lindsay. I'm right on top of that rose. Mm-hmm. I needed something with like a rosy moment. Yeah. And like the scene where she like takes like a relaxing bath. Uh-huh. And I just feel like this is like a relaxing bath candle. So I feel like both Sue Ellen Crandall and Rose Lindsay would love the Cher Jasmine and Rose Water candle because it's like a fancy bath time coming home from work. I'm a working girl and I, I love need it. my tubby. Like it's just. I'm a working girl. It's giving very like I like nice things and I paid for this in with petty cash. <laughs> and that's all We that. don't even go to dinner anymore. <laughs> right? God. No one asked you to whisk the couch. I never asked you to whisk the couch. I needed, needed it. it. Yeah, I, like, can't wait to get into this. I'm honestly, like, glad in a way that it was this one because this is, like, kind of, like... It's you. My... I have seen this movie 3,000 times. Yeah. And I just love it so much. And I love Christina Applegate. I love everybody in it. I love the whole thing. Um, Upon watching it again, it, like... I can see how your entire personality has been formed around it. 
Okay, right. Because I, the way that Christina Applegate like handles herself in c- certain situations, like you learned a lot from it. I think I did. It was like a guide to you. Like, I actually how to think I did. It came out in 1991, so that means I was six when it came out, mm-hmm. and I remember watching it like, like around that time period. Like it was like on TV or whatever. Like not I remember, theaters. You didn't see it in theaters. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I I watched this movie a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was extremely pissed off to find that it only had a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that's all, it's honestly too high. You think Either it should be, it should be bad or it should be. spot or like 100%. Yeah, like right? who's gauging this stuff? Like what are you basing this on? I just think it's Rotten misogyny tomatoes. if I'm being honest with you. Like what ha- what has 100%? Like Schindler's List? Okay, wait. Yeah, like. Is that like the, the types of movies that get 100? It's just like only just like. Saving Private Ryan. Men and Their Ideas movies about war. Yeah, men and Their Ideas. I mean, not that I don't think that the talking Schindler's List is an important movie. Oh, that no, is no, no. an important movie. Yeah. But other movies like, you know, Marvel para Hemplo are yeah. not maybe my top. Like, the fact that I can't watch Bring It On, the fact that I can't watch Spice, Spice World. World, the fact that I can't, I can watch, no, can't watch Drop Dead Gorgeous anymore. But I anymore. can watch every side story of every Star Wars character right. that's I've, ever lived. I just want to let you know I've seen about 55 men play Spider-Man at this point. Ugh. And, and I, I, gen- I genuinely can't differentiate them. And all I want to do is watch the Rancho Carne Toros. Ugh. Torrance. Honestly. And, like, the, clo- and the Clovers. And or, the clo- For know. sure the Clovers. Like, I, I just. I could, I could talk about Bring It On for years. Same. It's, it, it's my top three. It's a very I good had movie. a moment in eighth grade with Bring It On. For some reason, like, my grandfather died when I was in eighth grade. My dad's For dad. some reason he did. For, I guess. I don't know. It just happens, I guess. <laughs> okay. But no, he, he died in, when I was, like, that age, right? Yeah. And he was, like, not very nice, right? Right. He was always very scary. He's, like, from, he's from Slovakia. Right. Um, lore is that he was in the KGB. Right. I and love family he lore. He was just, like, a scary guy, you Isn't know? he also the same guy who, when he came to Florida, he said, this is just like Yugoslavia. Yeah, but he never sounds that happy. <laughs> How did he it say it? Like, this looks like Yugoslavia. Oh Even if it's a compliment. <laughs> like, he was just, like... You know. Didn't he also famously say, everywhere people living? Yes. We, I, this is an iconic family saying of ours. When my grandparents came to Vienna when we were living there, they, <laughs> was, it, I, was it Vienna? I think so. My grandfather goes, everywhere people living. And nothing has been more true. <laughs> right? Like as if to just say, look at all these fucking people. <laughs> I mean, they're from, like, from the old country. So like, Wow. <laughs> So many people. <laughs> Everywhere people living. Yep. It's just true. So he passed when I was that <laughs> age. And it was the first time that someone passed that yeah. was like close, you know, in a close, close to you. My maternal grandfather died when I was like a baby. So mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, but for some reason, it like made me so upset. I was like more upset than I thought I was going to be because like, yeah. I wasn't particularly like fond of him. Right. But I was like, wow, this is like, cr-. maybe it was just because I was like a teenager. And also it's just very much like life and death, bitch. I like, was, this yeah. is it. I was probably upset because I had to like wear funeral clothes. I mean, it's and, a lot. It's like, a, it's just not, when people die, it's like, a, you know, well, I remember going to like my first non, wake and funeral. It's a lot. When it's you're ni- When you're uh, neither gender, it's hard when things like that happen. Oh yeah. And like you have to present yourself to family. Show up as family. What outfit is she going to wear? Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. been that's been a big uphill battle in my life. Yeah. But thanks what to is Ellen, you, I can wear suits now. Formal wear gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Ellen. <laughs> no, like legit, I went to a wedding and my with my ex girlfriend. It was like her it was her cousin's gay wedding, right? Okay. But he was marrying someone from the Mormon church and whose family was like very high up in the Mormon church. Okay. And it was a gay wedding. Ooh, okay. So I wore I this is like before I even had my breast reduction. Okay. So I wore like 
pants and a shirt mm-hmm. and some shoes. Right. And li- shoes. Yeah, shoes, shoes. <laughs> okay. Bisexual shoes. Shoes, shoes, silly. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and like literally, Mormons were coming up to me and like, "Hey, Ellen," and I was like, "Yeah." Okay, wait. That is so funny. <laughs> but do you remember the time when I was working in ma- the what counter? Nars. I was doing like artist makeup artist for Nars. And, like, they had Barneys? me – I never really worked at any of the stores, but I worked for the brand. So I right, would, like, right. go into the stores and, like, help out whenever they needed a makeup artist or whatever. Yeah. And I was at – I think it was, like, the one of the Westchester Nordstrom's oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And the girls were there, and they were all, like – all it's, like, the ladies who work at the counters and da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. And they were asking me about myself. Anyways, it, it was revealed that I was married to a woman, and they kept calling me Ellen. They called me Ellen the whole time. They called you Ellen? Me, Ellen. You're the Porsche. I – you're the Mandy Lee Rogers is what they should have called you. I mean, I'm literally neither, but at the same time, right? I'm just like, wow, like, this is the only, like, Ellen really. Can you Ellen imagine really, like, I'm actually the girl one. Like, the fact that, <laughs> like, Ellen is a fucking bitch for sure, but, like, also, like, of course she's going to be, like, how do you I, think that I, she got anywhere yeah. without being a fucking bitch in this industry? But she's done a, a lot for bridging the yeah. gap between. Break, she's break, broken down a lot of barriers. It's tr- honestly true. The thing about Ellen to me is that she's sick. She's yeah. sinister. She's there, but, gotten to her, in, herself to a place where this is, you know, she's become her own evil queen in a way. I don't know if it's always been her sense of humor to, like, to torture other people for, she's sadistic. for fun. Yeah, she's, she's sadistic. sadistic. That's the word I'm if you actually, sinister, sadistic. No, if you actually watch when Ellen, like, chuckle houses the most, it's when she's doing something at someone's, like... Like, throwing them on the floor, or, like, hitting right. them oh, in the face. Oh, they're gonna fall in the water. Yeah, or, or like, like, scaring them to death. Right, like, she's a troll. Taking a shit on their face. Like, right. she does shit... Yeah, she's an absolute troll. Yeah, exactly. She even trolls Michelle Obama. Right, you got... She trolls anybody. It's all fair game when it comes yeah. to Ellen. But that being said, it makes it a lot more comfortable in situations when you're around people that are do not understand gayness, I guess, because they'll be like, it, it makes it pal- ah, it, yeah. Ellen. It helped them palat- it helped palatize. Palatize. Pal- Ellen, Ellen was the amuse-bouche of homosexuality. It was a trailer. She's the trailer. <laughs> right? Coming soon to a society near <laughs> you, women Wait. in suits. <laughs> Will they look better than men? Are Probably. men extinct? Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, but enough of that trailer. Let's get back to Don't Tell Mom. Quickly just want to let you know, directed by Stephen Herrick, who is famous for directing, and by famous for I mean this is what he's directed. Bill and Ted's. Nice. Mr. Holland's Opus. <gasps> Rockstar. Remember that movie? Oh my god. Man of the House. Oh, I love Man of the House. The Mighty Ducks. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the TV movie Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors. Ooh, so fantastic. this so, guy's yeah. been, he's got a range. Mighty Ducks is like, come on. Right? The Holy Grail. It, it's one of you. I think that's your Holy Grail. And whereas like uh, Don't Tell Moms is uh, my Holy Grail. Yeah. My Holy Grail's Clueless, but. God, Clueless Mighty, is the You know, I have like t- different categories of favorites yeah like and don't make me pick favorites honestly because i can't i'm different all the time like today i'm period jocelyn Mm. so i'm a fucking bitch (laughs) let me get into my notes notes. (laughs) (laughs) one thing i love about don't tell mom days or that is the why i said that so fast you've been you had done been saying it though d t m t b d that's never gonna happen 
That's never going to happen. You're my favorite um, rapper. Thank you. After, after RuPaul. <laughs> RuPaul's a good rapper. He spits hot fire. What's the song? You know you, you gotta know, work. You wanna see it go you know off. You know work. That song is Boom, hard. Boom, check it. Uh. It's syncopated. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> it's hard. Um, so I love the animation in the opening credits that have it nothing to such, do with the rest of the movie. It's just an animated. It's such op- a lost art. It's so cool. We used to get shit like that. We used to get really cool, like, mid-budget movie opening credits. Yeah. Like, it just... Do we not have mid-budget movies because, like, no one has anything interesting to say about, like, things that are... No. It has nothing to do with that. Do you want to know what I think it is? I think it's a one-to-one with the middle class. That's what I'm saying. Like, about the minutiae. In the middle class. Oh, sorry. My apologies. Like, no one is talking about the minutiae of life anymore. Like... But in a funny way. Yeah. Not the minutia, but, like, you're right. Like, that kind of... They're putting money into things that are, like, military propaganda. Yeah. Like, blockbusters, like Top Gun. Or, or or things that are just violent. Right. Because fascism is Or violence. violence against marginalized groups, too. Like, if you have movies that are kind of showing, you know, by POC stories, gay stories, they're usually coupled with watching those people be, be tortured yeah. or go through hardships right. like it's like those stories are being told there's no like casual stories Do you know told. like we were talking about for example like Dahmer right right okay that show is unnecessary and they should have done what they what Ryan Murphy should have done yes and it's like so obvious uh-huh. like I can't believe that no one like didn't say this or like have I know this what you're idea. saying I totally agree was that well first we only watched like the first episode because like who I was needs like to watch no that show? yeah but like the most interesting part of that episode was when he was in the bar with like the whole community of gay black people right and it should have been from their point of view their perspective and like what's happening to our community like who why are these people disappearing where are they going like what's happening exactly that would have been a way more it should not have been about jeffrey Dahmer because we already know jeffrey Dahmer's story it's been told a gajillion times we haven't heard the story about the the black gay community in that he was was it like milwaukee Yeah. yeah Like, I want to see from their perspective when they're like, what the fuck is going right. on here? And I'm sure, like, there was a lot being done on their end trying yes. to figure it out. Perhaps it gets there. And I was saying, like, maybe the show gets there, but the fact that it was, like, I mean, him at the beginning, yeah. I couldn't get past it. And, like, he's the I, main character. I do think that, um, what's his name? Who plays him? Evan Peters. Evan, I do think Evan Peters is a phenomenal actor. I actually really like him. Yeah, I mean, I think this, it's not about him. I think, I feel like Ryan Murphy made the show as a vehicle for, for him, Evan Peters. Right. But I'm, I just, yeah, I think we need to be more considerate about how we tell stories about Things. victims and what, yeah, it's like, it becomes like um, torture porn. Yeah. Like, of, just like, like uh, I don't need to see. The Handmaid's Tale. I haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale. I can't Handmaid's watch Tale. The like, Handmaid's Tale. I, I, I think we did past three, season three. three seasons and then I was like, I literally cannot watch these women be her anymore. Yeah. And I know that's the point of the story. I understand it. I physically just like could not stomach another scene of a woman being tortured. Yeah. I just couldn't fucking handle it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. But right, going like the mid-budget movie, and yes, so opening we're literally at the opening credits. Like I can't even barely get into this movie. There's so much that like this movie brings up so many things that are like There's so, so much relevant. To be said. Let me just try and like kind of bust out like the the main point that you need to know. It's five kids. The oldest is Sue Ellen. 
They're the Crandall family. Mm-hmm. We immediately know there's no dad. There's just a mom. The dad is so funny. We never really hear about the dad. Oh, they're, they're like, like they're, they're, they're like, like dad, dad doesn't, care. doesn't care. It's, it's so when they weird. run out of money. We'll, we'll get to yeah. So it's Sue Ellen, the oldest sister. Kenny, who's sort of like the metal stoner, like metalhead, yeah. like whatever. Then there's Zach, and Zach is like sort of like the little the teeny heartthrob heart who loves We'll sick. talk about Zach. Yep. Melissa, who's sort the of dyke. the tomboy. <laughs> there's a dyke in every fucking 90s thing. Oh just my, for me. They did I'm it just let for you me. Say that, they yes. literally did it for me. Right. And then the What's baby. Melissa? Melissa. Melissa and, exists for people like me. Right. No, it's true. <laughs> and then there's Walter, who's the, the youngest boy. And then Elvis the dog. name. Yeah. Walter. Walter. At the end, you're like, you read so, Sue Ellen. Whenever I see groups of names, too, I'm like, what was this woman? Sue Ellen. Well, she's obviously the worst, so. The worst woman. Kenny. Kenneth. Kenneth. Zachary. Melissa. And then just Walt. Walter. Walter. She's like, my mom is going to, or Sue Ellen is like talking to her teenage friend. Yeah, we they're open like in shopping. a store. Which is like, I think immediately gets you. Right. And they're like, they have the coolest fucking, the outfits, the I outfits know. in this movie are literally so perfect. They're so good. They're, they're like, they're, they're kind of like a combination. So like, obviously Clueless is very exaggerated, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like if Clueless met like Babysitter's Club. Like it kind okay. of just like normalizes it a little bit. It's yeah, it takes, earlier it takes too, away like, like the hyper style. It's a little less hyper style. Yeah. It's a little it's more, more real. Right. Um, it's still and, cool. And all their friends are like, we're all going to Europe for the summer. And I'm like, must be nice. And she's <laughs> like, must be nice. And she's like, yeah, so my mom's going to Australia for two months, so she can't afford to send me, but I'm going to be free for two months. And Like, can you believe her mom is going to Australia for two months? Right. What a psycho. And we find out that her, the mom's boyfriend is paying for it. Yeah. So, so that's like, how she can afford to go. Yeah. And they start showing us like the family house and just like the whole, like they're establishing the whole vibe. And this house is a fucking mess. It's this the worst. house gives me so much anxiety. It's awful. There's it's like food, cans of things, books, shit. It's it's such a mess. And I'm like, like it's you're going on vacation. Disgusting. Like, listen, lady, I know you're going on vacation with your boyfriend for two months, but I'm gonna need you to cl- get a house. This cleaner. is like CPS level bad. It was bad. It was grotesque yeah, in there. Awful. Like these kids cannot call OSHA. It, oh, and like when they were like, it, it's obvious that like no one's like doing that well. Like they're kind of showing us that like no, no they're all none, white these kids everything. are not thriving no. like everyone's like not no one's doing their best kenny's like a burnout she doesn't know where she's going or what she, no one knows what they're doing like yeah. no one is parenting this is the most latchkey house i've ever seen in my life yeah. like these kids are like totally like fending for themselves swilling's just like smoking cigarettes in front of her mom they're like smoking together and then her, the mom says something that has that shook me to my core yeah the mom says something elena oh, when i yeah, heard this I think line I, I think i know what you're gonna say Oh my god, sorry if you guys can hear my stomach growling. It's literally just my entire organs are just throwing themselves around inside my body. But she goes, I need a vacation after these 37 years. And I was like, you're 37? This woman is 37? I'm going to be Or did 30. she have Sue Ellen at 37? No. No, that doesn't make sense. No, she's 37. Sue Ellen's 17. She's 37. Yeah, so she, like, for all intents and purposes, where she got married or whatever, got pregnant at, at 20 and then had five children. And, like, and this I, woman I, is 30. I am going to be names, 37, also, Elena. Also, based on their names and how they look, they all have different dads. I mean, that casting is a little inconsistent. There's no way that Kenny and Zachary have the same dad. Right. Just, Sorry. Just, No. Anyway. The casting is all over the place. So, like, before she has this, I'm turning... Not that there's like anything wrong here. with people having this, different dads. I just wanted to like, say that. This, no, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, they don't look alike. No, they don't. Um, I'm just saying that there has no, been no consistency for this woman. 
No. This woman has not, like, you know. The system is not serving she has her not, at She's all. not acting as if she has five kids. She is not <laughs> at all. No. She but is like, completely checked out. And she's literally like, um, Zach or Melissa, come inside and f- give Elvis water. I'm like, can you? Right. Can you just fucking do it? Why right. do you have to, like, order these kids around? Well, it's obviously not working. I know. She's doing a terrible job. She's the worst. Um, like, I can't, like, I can't stress this. I can't believe that, like, it's 1991. This is already so bad right. how this is going. Right. And we're still doing this. Like, right. we haven't pulled the veil back no, yet. It actually, no one's questioning how bad this is. It's shocking how much of these things still exist in today's. I know. Or worse. Yeah. And so everyone's, like, kind of can't wait for mom to go. And you, that's, like, that's sus as hell. Like, these kids don't even like this bitch. Right. And then this old lady shows up. No, wait. But first. Oh, tell me. I want to say that um, Sue Ellen and her mom are basically sisters. And so she's, like, you know, taskmastering everyone. Is that what you say? Taskmaster? Taskmaster, yeah. And then the red cabrio pulls up. And it's Sue Ellen's. It's Swell's friends. They oh come first. God. And they, that's like, right. they're, like, we're going to blah, blah, blah. And she has to, like stay and be like bye yeah but they tease her with this red cat you know and, and i know that's what your favorite car the is the red cabrio is my favorite car and like yeah it it's, it's my dream car and, and I, did you make do you know that's why of course, i you know what probably like because when i was 16 and it was like time for me to get a car you know i bought all those like what were those the hula girls what were those books called where you could look oh, for car book? was it a blue book not the Kelly, Kelly Blue Book? What's the, what's the books where you could, like, look for cars for sale? The newspaper? You know, they do it on the internet now. Anyways, I remember looking through and being like, is there any cabrios? I would want a cabrio so bad. But they don't make them anymore, and they were really expensive, and I didn't get to have... I got a Dodge Neon instead. May she rest in peace. I know. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure that... There's so much about this movie that is so deeply ingrained in my brain where I'm like, my favorite car was told to me right. by Christina Applegate. And I accept it because it's a cool car. Yeah, and then... um. Was there anything else in the opening sequence that you were like, I gotta, I gotta talk about it? No, I, I mean, just like when you first see Zach, I mean, I know he's a child and I, he passed away very young. So sad. Was a tragic. suicide or like overdose It's or like something? a, I think it might be drug related, but I'm allegedly, I'm not sure. I don't know. Like That's, what's that guy's backstory? Because he, he is he passed. He's really gorgeous. Young, beautiful kid. Yeah. Find me a heartthrob hotter than this, this guy. I mean, it's just like he was up there in the time with like the Jonathan Brandis's. It was a little before. Slightly before. And because like if he didn't unfortunately pass away if right. he stayed on the track i don't know what happened to him i feel like something happened to him that was like yeah Corey feldman level probably i mean we all know what the industry is, is like so gorgeous yeah and uh wow i just like he would have been such a star i think you know like, yeah. hollywood is a machine that eats and chews people and spits them out and a lot young you know who kids. we you know what we just watched was celebrity jeopardy which i like to say celebrity jeopardy because celebrity it's impossible to say it celebrity jeopardy celebrity jeopardy it had um will wheaton will wheaton on it who's a child star yeah. and he's talks all about the abuse and stuff and i it made me think of that he's like fantastic what a guy if you guys haven't watched celebrity jeopardy it's uh, really it's good. so good because the questions the are palatable yeah like, like you probably you know you're the gonna, answers like all you're gonna feel really smart yeah. <laughs> yes um so then another sick classic car pulls up a buick a buick and out comes mrs Stewart, the babysitter oh my god with her brown dentures and like they're like there's a babysitter so apparently their mom just like hired this woman who she's i guess never met didn't meet the kids ahead of time no didn't really understand how did she find her on the newspapers i have to just say like 
in what world is it ever acceptable to invite an adult person, especially an elderly woman, Mrs. Sturak, um, to come and stay in your home for two fucking months? Months. And you didn't even, like, wash some towels? Clean a set of sheets? It was a pig stop. Absolutely. You are not ready to go on vacation, lady. Like, this movie... There was, like, a time when movies were very good at capturing very disgusting things. Like, in the 90s, there was, like, a gross-out element in, like, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? It was, like... Like, Ren and Stimpy was gross. It like, almost was, they, like, they were trying to show us, like, a version of, like, hyper-realism. Because, like, when we first got TV, it was sort of, like, almost like a... The way they set up like sitcoms was like a stage play, uh-huh. and you just get people entering and exiting and being like, and like they're just it's fake, it's not real. So when the '90s come around, like you know everything's getting a little bit better technology, and they the way film is, it starts to be more like realism. Yeah, like showing what the house looks like, showing like what it is more gross it's like out, but like gross. Vis- yeah, just like showing you the the realism. It's, it's like this the something about like the set the set decorating, like yeah, they're like. We gotta make it real. Has to look like it a real was, house. It's so nasty. And yeah. like, so the mom like leaves and she literally just has like a fucking briefcase. She and literally she wears like leave. the craziest travel outfit. Well, she was wearing like a full blown like a skirt suit. And I was like, you're traveling like, to you're, Australia right? from California in a skirt suit. I hope you're sw- you're gonna change into sweats at the in, airport. Right? And a super shuttle comes and gets her and she hands like a wad of cash to Mrs. Stewart, the babysitter. <laughs> and like, Mrs. Like, she leaves and suddenly Mrs. Sturag turns into like, a bed. Like, and she's yeah, like, like a TV rocks your And yeah. she's like unplugging the TV or Which turning is honestly it what they need. There was a part of me that was like, <laughs> she's not wrong. No. But like. Like imagine if you're in Mrs. Sturak's Sturak. position. You show up to this house to babysit these five kids. And it's like an absolute shit box. shit box. Yeah. Like, in the boonies. In the. Whatever. Like is it? I don't Yeah, they live know. in the boonies. They say that. Oh, mm-hmm. they do? Yeah. Was it like Calabas? Is it the Valley or something? I have no idea, actually. But, um, <laughs> I would be like, listen, kids, you're like, I would do the same thing. Yep. Everyone get your shit together, get some mops, we're cleaning this fucking shit up. Right? Oh. So, oh, oh. Sorry, Molly. I woke Molly up. So, I wrote Jocelyn is extremely familiar with old ladies like this. Yeah, I am an old lady like this. Justice for the babysitter. All the good quotes are from the babysitter, too. It's literally like she's on the, in the movie for three seconds. And she has, like, all the, the fucking best lines. Right? Little girl should be yeah. seen and not heard. Yeah. Is that what she says? Yeah. It's, like, awful. She's actually, like, a nightmare. And there's a scene where Suelle is, like, on the phone. And she's literally, like, you know, classic, like, 80s, like, phone with, like, yeah. the cord. And she's, like, drawing in a magazine, like, filling in stripes on, like, the... I love that. She's, like, drawing new, like, updating outfits. Like... I was obsessed with that. Yeah. And I used to do it. I used to take magazines in a Sharpie and so do cute. it. Because it just, like, the, I loved the whole thing about yeah. that. And so all the kids come in and they're like, we fucking hate this bitch, Suellen. Uh-huh. And Suellen's like, I'm the big sister. Let me go talk to the bitch. So she goes to talk to her. The babysitter's dead, y'all. She's like, aren't you going to talk to me? Blah, blah, blah. She's like facing away. And she's and she dead. She's dead. So they wrap her up. And they decide, you know what? Don't tell mom the babysitter's yeah, dead. Yeah, because they, they go through all their <laughs> options, right? And they're like, well, we can't tell dad because he literally doesn't, doesn't care. care. We can't tell mom because she is. This is what they say. We can't tell mom because they'll come home because she'll come home and she'll blame us. And she'll, the summer will be ruined. What the fuck is wrong with these parents? Right. She'll like that. And that's true. She probably will blame them. Right. 
So these kids are like, we have to just fend for ourselves. So they they're are, feral. They're they, it's the the latchkey is on another level. Uh, yeah. And it actually, this is like a thing now. We a lot of people. These are Gen X people that are all Gen X. I think is Walt. I think Walter, Walter is, is an old millennial. Walter's actually probably like our age. Yeah. Because if he's like around like six or seven in ninety early nineties. Yeah. But like these are mostly Gen X old millennials. These kids ha- had no parents. None. <laughs> What is like? What, there is like the the freakonomics of it is like what we were talking about, like the the silent generation. It was like that Victorian age era parents mm-hmm. were not taught, but like how they're not taught. Is it like I mean, yeah, they're taught. I Col- guess they're you are. Taught, You're yeah. taught by your nurture. They were taught to like be distant from their children basically. because they c- would die. Yeah. It was a self-preservation thing. Like most babies and children didn't make it, so they stayed a little bit like barriered barriered so, against like, their children t- for self-preservation it's like pretty sad but like so if you go down like generationally if, if the victorian era parents they basically ignore their children right right and then it, you get the silent generation who is that like the greatest generation yeah. in the same one okay so like our grandparents yeah so their parents are like the victorian to like turn of the century yes titanic era parents no my grand my grandparents were born in like 19 19- 13 like 1920s oh they were my so i'm a little my parent mine are a little younger than yours so yeah. my grandmother was born in 31 and my bopshi who is her polish mom so my great grandmother uh-huh. 19 1910 oh, wow. so your bopshi was more of a contemporary to like my grandparents yeah 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 yeah. but anyways but anyway yeah, you know what? that's so funny because like it literally is just that's a result of like my people in my family having kids like a little bit older yeah and it just throws it off that much. Right, it does. And, uh, but, like, okay, so then we have the greatest gen. Who then have. Who was, like, completely cut off from their parents. And their depression era. Their depression era. And then they, like, go find World War Two. Right. And then. They come back. They come back, have a bunch of fucking boomer babies, and treat them like fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And then. Yeah, I guess that's what happens. And then it's just, it literally is just generational trauma based on things that happened in society and in the world. Yeah. And that's how we ended up with a bunch of, with five kids alone in the boonies. Yeah. With no money and no food. When you think (laughs) about generational trauma on an individual basis, it's so, it, it, it haunts everyone. Oh, yeah. And Especially it's also if like, you're Catholic. Gen- it's like, oh, sure, for sure. I mean, there's so much epigenetic and, like, you know, nature and nurture trauma is basically yeah. what I'm saying. And definitely institutions like the Catholic Church do not help. Like, we're literally walking trauma monsters. Bingo. Like, if you, like, everything that is the way it is is because of trauma. Right. Like, Jeff Bezos has too much money? Trauma. Right. Like, he literally is, like, a compulsive hoarder of money because his survival mechanism got fucked up somehow. Exactly. And now he's, like, so scared about not having money that he, like, ruins everyone else's bullshit. Mm, Classic Capricorn. (laughs) So, yeah, back to this trauma. they wrap her in a California raisin sheet. I know. Just of the time. It's so of the time. And they roll her on a skateboard and they drive her and drop her off at a mortuary. They put her in a trunk. Yeah, they're like, this is the best thing we're going to do is we're going to drop her off at a mortuary with a note that says, nice old lady inside, died of natural causes. Yeah, so iconic. So they're like, it's so funny because, like, they don't miss a beat. They're like, cool, we're going to take the Buick to the grocery store. I'm going marketing. Yeah. They get the envelope that mom left with the money. They get to the grocery store. 
Mrs. Sturak must have left the money someplace else because it's, it's not, on her person it's, or something. Okay, yeah. They go and they search the house. The money must be on her person. So they basically just like dropped her off with a bunch of money at the mortuary. Yeah. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? We can't call dad. We can't call mom. One of us is going to have to get a job. I know. She, like, I have to say she does take it very easily. She's like, she, I'll get a job. She's literally so chill about it. She's like, I'm going to go work retail. Mama Celeste face up, I yep. get a job. Mama Celeste face down, you get a job. And it's face up. And she does. She, she's the like, Celeste gods decide. But she's literally like, you take care of the kids in the house to Kenny. Yeah. And I'll go work. So reasonable. And Kenny's like, rock and roll. The I whole love- time, the whole time when Kenny's like, rock and roll. I just, like, love it so I much. I love it. Yeah. It's so crazy to me, too. Like, that this... There are so many plots that just, like, couldn't exist today. Oh, like, for sure. the whole driving of the, the body to the mortuary and everything. It's just like, wow. Thank God there's no CCTV. Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> the, these kids would all be, like, in trouble for, like, something with a corpse after the fact. Uh, yeah, oh, Disturbing yeah. a corpse. I don't even know. Failure to report thrive. a death. <laughs> Failure to thrive. I love uh, the Yui that Suel and that Swell bangs in the, in the Buick when they realize they don't have the money. Oh, yeah. She, like, this girl is, like, Balls she's the wall. No fear. She can handle she herself. She's such a good example. Oh, for sure. And I'm so glad that you lashed onto that character. She's a, she's a great older sister. Because the way that she yeah. navigates the world, the way she interacts with men is like how it should be done. And this is true for Christina Applegate in shit. general. Yeah, it's I know. Like, it's like her. Swollen is, is my girl. So the first job that she gets is at Clown Dog, which is like a, a chili dog place. Another example of how disgusting they can make a set. That was one of, it's so greasy, grossy, and she meets Brian, who works there, who is played by, what's that guy's name? I don't fucking know. Josh Charles! She has a, a, a he has a first name for a last name. Yeah, Josh Charles. Um, Do you know what's so funny? Like, when um, I was a teenager, my sister married someone, and his last name is Will, and mm-hmm. so she got a first name for a last name. And I yeah. was like, that's so funny. And like, there's always the thing of like, people with first names for last names are like, watch out for them. Now here I am with Drew as my here last I name. Here I am. Right here for you. Watch out. I love it. What a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she cute, but she's psycho. That's a song that I'll have in my head for the rest of my life. Oh my God, right? But the, okay, the fantasy of Brian is not there for me. Yeah, I hate it. That's, it's really like, and listen, if you're a Josh Charles head, knock yourself the fuck out. All I'm just saying is that Christina Applegate is a sweet baby angel and Josh Charles isn't. And that's all. Yeah. And I don't want to hear it. Kelly and Bundy. I don't really like the character of Brian no, anyways. He sucks. He's annoying. Let's go watch like the Grundles. The Grunion run? run? The Grunion run. Well, okay. So she meets Brian. She hates working there. The guy who, uh, Mr. Egg, who runs it, is like, you gotta put a smile on your face. And she fucking is like, do it your fucking self. She's so funny that she goes... Um, something about, like, she makes, like, a Dianetics joke about how positive he is. Yeah, she's like, did you just finish reading Dianetics? Like, she makes a Scientology joke in 1991. I know. Oh. Oh, so we knew then. I was like, is Applegate improving? Right. This whole movie? She is so funny. She's so with it. So with it. Always I love ha- her. Always has been. So she's like, all right, gotta get a different job. Like, this isn't gonna work Which out. Which is, like, another thing that's so great for her about her is that like she didn't she settle no she doesn't she's like i hate this one day in i'm gonna find something else that i like this goes into one of my favorite sequences which is where she's like looking through the newspaper and like circling different like like jobs and like i just like found that like very like oh my god circling the, the newspaper of like general peril west going yeah. for this receptionist position and then she's like making the resume and there's like the clinky sounds and when she's like typing the resume she copies the resume from a resume on book. the typewriter uh-huh and she 
spends the time finding the perfect interview outfit that really does it for me well, like going in her mom's closet and she, like, like does a make- nice mix the, the makeup like i'm just the outfits are part of the reason why this totally. movie is so good but i wanted to go back to and say that it cuts there's a scene with kenny and his friends right yes and um they're kind of like chilling in his room and uh i wrote down why aren't guys hot like this anymore tell me everything i think kenny's friends are like the hot are like yeah hot, they're babes right but yeah absolutely the guys aren't hot like that i really like um kenny's choice of having the rips and the jeans right under his butt cheeks butt cheek rips yep i think we need more butt cheeks yeah just as a people we just need more butt cheek lower butt cheek action on uh-huh. men specifically yeah butt cleavage cleavage if you right. cleavage to beaver if you will <laughs> um <laughs> Or if you won't. <laughs> I won't. Um, um, I wrote that the clown dog job reminds me of when Buffy worked at the fast food place. Okay. Yeah. And the was there. Yeah, that's And then also that. we have an, a cute little nod to the Mighty Ducks because Brian shoots a bun into the trash like a hockey stick. I love that you interpreted that as a nod to and the Mighty And I was like, Ducks. that is a knuckle puck, bitch. You're a knuckle puck. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Sue Ellen goes in and she walks up to the reception desk and this is where we meet motherfucking Carolyn. So she goes up there and she's like, hi, I'm here for the receptionist position. And Carolyn's like, you have to go to person. Yeah, she's so bitchy. She's a bitch. And so she like steps away first. She's a fucking bitch Like to her. so fucking mean. Such a bitch. And Rose Lindsay comes out, uh-huh. who is the love of my life. Ugh. And um, she's like, oh, have you seen Carolyn? And she's like, talks like she's chewing her face. Yeah. Which I just was like, what a great way to say that. Like, so these it's two. It's so true. Sue Ellen, she really does. Oh, yeah. Sue Ellen and Lin- uh, Rose Lindsay experience uh, a soul moment where they realize that their souls have made a soul bond. And they're. They recognize each other from before. They're just like, I like you. A little so, bit of you. Rose completely is like, you know what? Fuck this. Carolyn's supposed to take this this position to be my executive administrative assistant, but I hate her. Yeah. Why don't we just leave her at, at reception? You come work for me. I, I also want to give credit to Swell for seeing an opportunity and jumping at it because yeah. she was like, you know what? I'm applying for this job. Here's my resume. Yeah. Get this fucking bitch out of the way. Right. I love that. That's true. Thank God she said that. Otherwise, we might not have this She's entire She's a brave-ass bitch. She Christina really is. Applegate, or Swell, whoever, it's one and the same to me. Right. Is a brave-ass bitch. And she's like, come on, you're a Vassar gal. Yeah, she's a Vassar gal. <laughs> and she's like, what are you, 27, 28? Do you know what Something shot? Yeah, like right. That. You know what shot I love? The shot where it has Rose's glasses going over the resume. Oh, yeah, when she's when like she's like this. looking at the, re- yeah, with the reading glasses. It's like, Comme des Garçons, yeah. Japan. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And there's no way to check it. I also wrote down that Rose has the best red hair. She does. It's Her the perfect, hair, yeah. It's the perfect tone. It's so well done. Yeah. It's so, and she's just, her outfits, she's a senior VP of operations. It's a great, yeah. like, wow. Isn't she's it, right on top of this that, This is Rose. like the, the time of employment that like really um, thought, made our parents think that like when we got out of school, we could just walk into a place with a and resume. like get a job. Why don't you just walk around with your resume and just get yeah. a job? Easy. Okay? Easy. Why don't you just walk into MTV with your resume? Yeah, 2008. Why don't you just walk around in 2008 with your resume and exactly. see what happens? Not this. Yep. Y'all, y'all handed out too many resumes in 1991 and now there's not enough room. Yeah. 
And so that's when we learn the iconic line, which is like, and the final thing, and this is so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. If I'm on the phone, no, 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 no. You just make sure to say, I'm right on top of that rose. Yep. Okay. And we're like, amazing. I and then she's like, how much do I get paid? And we find out she gets paid $37,500 a year. Which and is still what that job pays. That job pays that same amount today in 2022. Yep. Or um, probably like higher taxes or something. Right. So. I also, and she also goes, by the way. I'm Rose Lindsay. Yeah. And that's, I could watch. Iconic. I could watch, I could read like a book series about Rose Lindsay. I want to know everything about her. Um, I love her so much. She's I love a true her. feminist. And she's a fantastic, reasonable woman. Like she's so fair and right. reasonable. She is. And she believes women. And she believes in swell. Because she, swell's the shit. And she supports women, Bethany. She, she's she a woman who supports women, Bethany. Bethany. Um, so they go to, like, a Chuck E. Cheese. It's some, it's some 80s, 90s arcade. And by they, I mean the kids. Which is so fantastic, because that is something that we did. Right. We went to the arcade for everything. Chuck E. Cheese's. Not Chuck E. Cheese, personally. But it was something like that. Chuck E. Cheese's. No, I know. We went to arcades all the time The one that we went to is called Sports World. Do kids still go to the arcades and stuff? Do they exist? Do you know what else we also be be obsessed with? Mm. Just for a quick digression. Before we would go to a movie... We love to play oh in the arcade. Oh, God. The driving games. The driving games, Time Crisis. Can I also just let you know, something about me is I never learned how to do those driving games good. You They're know, so Do you know sensitive. what it is, Jocelyn? The wheels are so... Here's what it is. Tell me. Driving for you is already, like, on some sort of pedestal, whether it's good or bad. I have a lot of anxiety about driving. You have a lot of anxiety. So, like, this interpretation of driving... Mm-hmm. Is not for you because it's so high not, stakes. It's so not real <laughs> yes. that you're like, why do I even bother? It's like not even like the real thing. It's um, and you literally go like this, and you're like, it's like, like yeah, it's just not for me. Cru- it's not, uh, it's not it called? correctly calibrated. What was it called? Like cruising USA or something? Yes, exactly. I w- we would go to the theater theater like two hours early. Do, what, what is this accent that I have? I like can't talk. Two hours early. <laughs> Who am I? Emma Watson. We would go to the theater two hours early and play fucking Time Crisis for like two hours. Because it had the guns that would like clock back when you uh, shot. Those I like. And, and you like shoot off screen to reload. Yes. Now that I'm into. With your, with your, I'm into it. With your tongue out the whole and time. And then one gun was pink and one was blue. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. God, I could never use that now in a post-COVID society. I need a wet wipe. I don't think that people should be allowed to like hold guns. You know what? I just think we should all stay home. Fine with me. Everyone, like, is because, like, am I going to get shot everywhere I go? Right. That's, like, a legit fear. Uh, literally, yes. <laughs> I'm like, should we just I can't believe, like, people still go to concerts. Like, that. I, I'm too scared. I know. Ser- no, it's, like, legit. Anyways, back to the 90s. Um, yeah. <laughs> so a bunch of drag queens yes. steal their Buick. Like, which I always just, like, found so funny. And as the Buick is being driven away, she's like, Liza? Yeah, and it was Liza. And um, that just, like suggests that there is a drag show nearby yes and is it at the arcade is there a drag club close by like what's happening right like is it the tell valley? me more about what those people i are want doing. that movie exactly is that like is that um tu wong fu that it, it's it's from tu wong it's fu. a cro- it's a crossover it's a event. crossover event the kia crossover event <laughs> so the only person they can think of to call to get a ride home is brian even though she just met him so he comes with his clown dog boop, boop, which apparently is his car. Yeah, which is his he just car. Has it. And it has to play that song, I guess, all the time. And he, they pick him up and he drops him off and he's like, I kind of like being a hero. And then I, <laughs> and then I kicked him in the face <laughs> and then the movie was And his over. face looked better afterwards. 
Wait, can we talk about how cars got stolen all the time in the 90s? Okay, yeah. Did you have, did your cars get stolen all the time? No. Really? No, but I didn't live in New York City like you did. Oh. I feel like New every, York City! Every car that we had got stolen. <laughs> they, people were just, they had the club people everywhere. Be, oh yeah, the club. I love the club. The club. So, yeah, let me, let me skip ahead here a little bit because there's like a lot of nonsense that happens. I've got like five pages of notes here. How crazy is that mom doesn't want to see use the Volvo while she's away? Yeah, we're using what the Volvo. What a fucking bitch. bitch. I hate her. So, Brian's basically like, can we go on a date? Let's go see the grunion run. Whatever the fuck that is. Which is basically some sort of like a fish that comes and fertilizes itself. That sounds I don't like really a West know. Coast thing. It's that basically I'm not a sure beach about. date. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It and sounds like some sort of like t shirt you get when you when you do a walk. It's like I saw run. the grunion run yeah. 91. Yeah. <laughs> Should we make that? <laughs> okay, so. Cut to Monday morning. Yes. Cut to Monday morning in the brown lime outfit, which is one of my favorite outfits that she wears. Brown lime? It's like brown with a lime yeah. colored shirt. Okay. And it just like looks really sick and it's like very in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they barely have any food. Everyone's eating out of the same cereal bowl. She has to get up at 530. Right. She has to get up at 530. Which would have taken me out. I would have been like, you guys are like on your own. It's I'm too not much doing for that. me. But no. she's still in high school time. So she's still used to getting up early. So she has that on her sure. side. She has to now walk by Carolyn, who's still at reception. And Carolyn is... <sighs> is mad no and she's like well don't get used to being in there yeah she's like, already okay. giving her so much shit like why why does she have like a thing against her immediately because she's a hater bitch she's just like someone who came in the, into the office right so we find out that costs are up and overhead is high <gasps> it's a uniform company she thought it was a fashion company yeah. but general apparel west makes uniforms yeah, and, which, which is where the money is i was there like guys ever heard of prison make some right? prison stuff Right? People be giving money. Like, literally, like, one of the richest people in the world makes, like, toilets for prisons. So, yeah, like, and he's that's on not... Real Housewives of Dallas. Yeah, and he's probably not the richest guy in the world. Um, <laughs> he's too rich, so I'll tell you that. And then she has to do the QED report. But not the QED. She has to do faxes. It's a lot of work. We also find out, mm-hmm. because she walks by Carolyn's desk, and there's a clown dog bag, and she's yep. like, my little brother she's Brian like, oh, will clown bring dog? it to me. So she finds out that Carolyn is Brian's older sister. sister that's a deal breaker for me i know i was like and you're still gonna go on a date with brian it seems like there's like a little too much like it the plot is just like whoa yeah i can't believe that the guy from clown dog like what a small world the, small both the jobs you did it's this entire family yeah. works for these two industries interesting so that's really weird you? maybe you should check that out yeah i'm gonna look into that and then we get we get to see the the factory floor we get a little taste of the gaw they have a whole um, factory the floor, and Franklin is down there. I need a Franklin offshoot story. I would love to know everything Franklin about Franklin. Story. He's a deeply homosexual man. I know, he's like straight from the birdcage. Yeah, he's from the birdcage. He's yeah. literally downstairs, he's like, these uniforms! <laughs> and you're just like, he's like, these purchase orders! Yeah. And I'm just like, that's my kind of guy. Yeah, like, totally. I would literally go find Franklin and be like, this bitch in sales. Yeah, oh, a thousand percent. Kathy in Kathy sales. Kathy from sales. Yeah, exactly. God. Exactly. And you'd be like, oh, you tell me, I uh, tell me about Catherine. Fitz, I also girl. just said, so she has to like do a fax and whatever. And I was like, we as m- older millennials, we missed mid-level tech. And mid-level tech is something I just made up. And it's basically like fax machines and beepers and like those kinds of things. Like, no, 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 no. Those things didn't work. We went right to like email. Oh, speak for yourself. You because f- you were faxing and beeping? When I joined the PA workforce... I was in okay. college Because I was going to say, if, as a child, it doesn't count, but okay. No. when I, Like, there was so much faxing being done, and, like, it really was like that. I was like, and they don't tell you how to use anything. They're like, can you go fax this? I'm like, okay. And this you is have a to, very like, specific industry. No, why not an email? It, it, it wasn't 
they we, it wasn't like advanced enough. Like we had email, but like so it's like at the time. Yeah, it was like yeah. before scanning and like gotcha. take iPhones and okay. Well, I we guess literally that makes like sense. fax shit. Well, I I took I completely missed I completely shit to missed people's that. emails. I don't think I've ever sent I've sent e faxes, bitch. I never sent a fax in my life. I wouldn't even know what to Girl, do. Girl, like Google it. You would literally go to like the copy machine area and just stand there and wait and be like, can someone help me? Right. What's when I, can I also just say something like copy machines? They don't need they, to have that many buttons. Why are they so big? Why do they have that many buttons? Why is there like a whole keypad? Why with is numbers? it so big? Like You're a right. Telephone. What am I do? What the fuck are these? What are they what doing? What are they for? Do I want like I want two copy queen button? Yeah, like <laughs> what? <laughs> Collate. Collate it. <laughs> why are there so many buttons on things? Oh, why is it the size of like a small skyscraper? Why is it too? so? Why is it so loud? So loud. I'm actually furious about it. So, like something that like we never got right and we still don't get right is printers. Printers are a disaster. It's a, They've it's never a, worked. A, absolute nightmare. Printers have never worked. No. Ever. Thanks Guggenheim. Yeah. Is that who did it? Gutenberg. The press. Thanks Gutenberg. Steve. <laughs> yep. All right, where are we at? Okay, so Kathy, who does work in sales, she's uh-huh. someone's assistant. I, I didn't catch his name. Yes, this is the one who she washed yeah. facts. She's like, oh, I'm Kathy. I love Kathy. And she's like, oh, so Ellen, you have the QED report? And she's like, do you want to do it? And she's like, no. oh, my God, it would be my honor. And she was like, I applied for that job, but I wasn't qualified. And it's like, so Ellen's yeah. like, <laughs> so she gets, she gets Kathy to do the QED report, and we're like, thank fucking God. Because, like, when I saw the QED report, I get the diarrhea. Oh, my feeling. God. It's huge. And also, we just need to know quickly that David Duchovny is in this movie. and With he, a ponytail. Yes. And he works in invoicing? Well, I yes. forgot what he said. It was something. He's, a, and he's head inventory clerk. Head of inventory clerk. And he is dating Carolyn. Loosely. He's like, cause he, hey, babe. Yeah, like he's dating Carolyn the way like Gus is dating Rose. Yeah, Gus, They're all just, like, who also works there. Taking advantage of a woman there. Is a prick. But like, so Swell is like at her desk on the phone and then Bruce walks in with, and is like, just starts talking to her. I'm like, she's on, she's, the, on the phone. phone. I'm on the phone. And then she company. tells him off. Right. And then that's when he gets mad and goes and tells Carolyn that she's a bitch. So they're both like, she's a bitch. She's a bitch. So now they're out to get her. But she's literally on the phone. The reason she's so like, oh my God, it's because everyone in the background is like, we need food. We right, need right, money. Right, and she's right. like, my paycheck isn't for two weeks. And then she finds out about petty cash. Yep. It's revealed. It is revealed like, Suelle, can you order us in from, G- what is it? it it's from a Siam Palace. Siam Palace. She needs to get the fucking naked shrimp. The naked shrimp is to die for. Yes, and I love that. And she's like, take it out of petty cash. And she's like, excuse me, what did you say? And so it's revealed that Sue Ellen has a, basically a bank, like a monopoly amount of money yeah. where she can cash checks for people out of it. She can, this petty cash is for intra-office did you use. Ever, did you ever have um, petty cash no. access? No, I mean, I had like a cash register where I could do payouts for like certain things, yeah. but never a petty cash. I'm I, sure you've had, oh, yeah. you I, I like subsidized my my lifestyle. Okay, wait. Cash. I did have a petty cash moment when I was assisting a hairdresser this one time, where right. I was she was giving me like a large amount of cash to not a large amount. Me, it was at the time it was like a couple hundred bucks, so that I could ca- get all of her necessities for her. Yeah. And sometimes I would have to use it to float my own paycheck, but I never Ugh. ever stole from my petty yeah. cash. But I it's, it's not stealing. It's not. I was just borrowing like literally <laughs> it's not twenty dollars. It's uh you are not paying me enough, so I I'm wasn't getting paid this. actually. 
Um, so, we, so obviously we, you get petty cash when you're in production. Yeah. And this was like, so I was in production before there was like Uber or like really iPhones really. Yeah. So there, you couldn't. How'd like, you know where it was? Right. You fucking learned. <laughs> I know every fucking street of Manhattan and Queens, like the back of my butthole. How do you even know? Like that's like a, a chat of I've been to there. Governor's Island. Oh, all right. So like I'm not gonna mess with you. Everywhere I have been to Governor's Island by accident. (laughs) Anyway, so they they literally give you like thousands of dollars of petty cash, right? And um, you just like you're meant to use it for like tat cabs, basically, like doing whatever you need to do, right? And like buying lunch and whatever. But everybody's buying lots of cabs and lunch. Is that what you're saying? Yes. You literally like call. You go like Northside Cab. You get a bunch of receipts. Their blank receipts and like fill them out. Northside Cab. They like don't even check. Yeah. Great. Amazing. It's a victimless crime. A thousand percent. It's not a crime actually. The other the no the the fact that you're you can't live and you're working sixteen hour days. It's like Verizon's money. That's fucked. up. Like they'll be fine. Yeah. I'm getting like sexually assaulted by the director. Like they'll be fine. Yeah. Exactly. So. So Swell's like, I'm going to pocket a little bit of this petty cash. She puts them in her wallet. Mm-hmm. She's got to buy groceries. So the next scene, we see her coming home with like a car, the Volvo, full oh, of groceries. Um, and so she gets she gets the groceries. And then she's trying to take a relaxing bath. And Kenny and all his stoner friends are making a bunch of noise. And so she like gets out of the tub. And, and like she's starting to become like mean mom. Yeah, she's So mom. she's literally just like, I'm trying to go on a date. And da 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 And they're like, okay, cave woman. Yeah. And like blah, 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 blah. It also shows her with Zach too. And she's like also his mom. Because he's like upset oh, yeah. about. She's everyone. She's turning into About Cynthia. Right. Because Cynthia likes Jacob. And she like gives him a Cosmo to like learn about She's it. like, take the quiz. So it's date time. The fact that she's like <sighs> doing this and, and going on a date. Like I had so much anxiety. I was right? really like, maybe just cancel the date. Um, so she goes on a date and, and Brian's like, you know, I want to be an oceanographer. LOL. And I was like, LOL. And she basically, they kind of like discuss and they talk about how like they don't really want to pick what they want to do because then you're stuck doing it forever and it's a trap. And I was like, you're right. Yeah. They're like, you got it. Um, yep. And then they kiss. So they're, I guess, dating now. Um, they were holding hands. So yeah. Yes. And then there's, like, a scene where she's sort of just, like, I'm going to need you to, like, do... Oh, yeah, when she yells at him. She's, like, do the dishes, do-do-do-do-do, whatever. So then we see uh, Kenny and all his friends on the roof throwing the plates and shooting Shooting them with a gun. Yep. And it's the famous line, dishes are done, man. Yep. Which I just love. Mm -hmm. Um, Swellen's at work again, and Creepy Gus is, like, let's go to lunch. And they go to a fancy... Classic executive level 1990s lunch, lunch at Opera. Opera. And it In is. In his Ferrari. I literally wrote, these motherfuckers having $500 martini luncheons and profits are down. That's, I was like, like, Rose is freaking out about this company. Meanwhile, this guy's driving around in a Ferrari. Do you know why? Because hmm. they're stealing money from the future. They're and stealing money from the future. It's our money that they took. And now we're all in debt. I was born in debt. <laughs> Amen. I know. I wrote. I also wrote. Gus is a pig. And this and also. Sorry. This also gives me a vibe too of like. Okay, so women started entering the workforce. You know, in droves in world during World War Two, obviously. Right. And then like, in corporate America, starting to grow, they needed. Rosie like, the Riveter. Exactly. Right. So they they started going to work, and it just gives me the feeling of like. Women joining the workforce is just, like, more opportunities for men to prey on them. Bingo. Just and pay like, them less. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Well, like, every still... guy, 
In well, they movie. still raised the five children at home. Right. I think, I mean, this is a feminist movie. Think about it. There's no dad at home. The mom is all by herself. Uh-huh. Then Sue Ellen has to do everything. It <laughs> is feminist, too, because... And Rose is the one who fixes everything at work. We have Kenny taking on the traditionally female, female roles. Role. And then he gets to experience and he, Yeah, that. and then he finds his passion. Exactly. Ugh. bingo i also just made a note here because at this point we've seen a few of swellen's work outfits yeah and i said i would oh and also rose Lindsay's work outfits are like insane too. yeah yeah yeah. and i wrote i would commit first degree murder for access to this entire costume archive and that's probably where do you think it is do you think i hope Christina it's has somewhere it? um oh and there's the scene where rose or uh, yeah she's gonna go after this like dinner or the lunch that she has with uh what's his name Gus. Gus. She fucking hates him. He's disgusting. He's like totally hitting he's on disgusting. her. He's like the women's juices start flowing. Oh, but he says the he's like, can we have some postcoital cigarettes or something? Uh, Gus's lines are aggressively um molesty. Yeah, no, de- may molest. I, I like her response to them because she's just like she. She no. has the best response. She's literally like, fuck off. Yeah. Um. So. She comes back from lunch and Rose is talking about how she has this meeting with the superintendent. Okay. And she's so excited because she has, she's going to pitch him uniforms. And that's when Sue Ellen is like, well, I mean, so like uniforms are kind of like, don't want we uniforms. don't want that. Like when I was in high school last Which is like, week, well, yeah, like we, hated, like we love expressing ourselves. And she doesn't really listen but to her. Rose wants to, um, she wants to use her egg Florentine strategy. Which is, which is to, to get wine and dine yeah. them and get them to sign off on like basically doing this huge initiative Her, purchase for schools. order yeah. exactly. Then she starts to get ready for her date with Gus, and she brings out like this little like touch up kit. She puts on more like copper frosted lipstick, and then she has like a dressing. What are they called? A like screen. A, a screen, which is like so cool, yeah, and so like lacquered eighties. Everything like, is just furniture. Like, ugh. And she has a blouse to put on that takes the skirt that she's wearing mm-hmm. from a daytime Chanel to a nighttime Chanel. And it was so cool. And yeah. I love it. And those are the kinds of things that stick with me infinitely. Mm-hmm. The Cosmo tips, you know. There's like Cosmo tips embedded in this movie. But not like the, not the gross ones, though, like how to please a man. But like the well, how to take a shirt from day to night type of thing. Exactly. Um, so now Suella's on another date. With Brian. At the toy store? At the toy store. And I would c- commit first degree murder to go to an, a 90s toy store. Oh my god, right? KB Toys. Oh my god. Holy what, The golden shit. age. Um, those bouncy balls. Yep. We had those at my house. Like, do kids still play with, like, basic toys like that? No. Those kids are have so iPads fun. now. Kids, do you have toys? Don't, kids Give them the iPad. Put them on the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... So Which Bri- is actually Walter. Because <laughs> I relate to Walter. Because it's like my tv's not working yeah he's like do you think somebody could take care of me mommy yeah um so swell is like basically talking to brian about carolyn his sister yeah about yeah because he wants her to go to like a a game a baseball game with him and she's like i can't meet carolyn yeah because he's telling her that carolyn there's Carolyn has someone at work that's like pissing her off. Well, yeah, she's like, I don't want to go to baseball. Like, you're mad that I just don't want to see your sister. And she's like, she's having a hard time. She's got that backstabber. Yeah, at her he's office. like giving her the third degree about like why she won't tell him where he works. And then she makes a Henry VIII joke. Yes. And I'm like, this bitch is a genius. I know. She's and like, I, who are you, Henry VIII? Like, right. Oh my God. No, first of all, I have a couple of questions for Brian, um, young, young Brian, the clown dog worker. You. You're dating a girl named Swellen. Yeah. Swell. Swellen. 
Um, you know she just got a new job. She won't tell you where she works. But suddenly there's this new girl at your sister's office named Sue Ellen who works there. So how many Sue Ellens? How many Sue Ellens do you know? Is, when, is the, when is that going to click, Brian? Like, to me, like, that's like a plot hole to me. But maybe just like Brian wasn't paying attention. Brian's a dumb idiot. Yeah. That, that, to me, Brian. And, and they He's get too a, busy worried about like the fucking... Orioles. They get in a fight because she's being secretive about what her job is, and they basically break up. So I'm like, cool. It's they've been business. on two dates. They've been on two dates. They, they've been. I don't know you. Um. So now all the kids are stealing petty cash. They're literally going in the wall and pulling out cash. Kenny's trying to make waffles. Yeah. Like things are moving along. He's at become the obsessed house. with Julia Childs. Yeah. He's starting to like as he's become the stay at home mom more. Like all of a sudden he's watching Julia yeah, Child. Something Some something's getting different. Um, she tells them to keep the th- the thermostat at a sensible 76. She's like, I'm paying for it. It's going to stay at 76. It's so funny. She's becoming like more of like mad dad, which I think is really totally funny. Totally mad dad. Uh, so it shows Swell like driving to work, right? In this rat race that she's in. Mm-hmm. And she's in her Volvo. And it's just like so much LA traffic that she's sitting in. The windows are down. She's smoking. And then this like convertible pulls up next to her people her age that are like probably going to the beach yeah and she's, she's just like so, oh this it's, sucks. the pressure's getting to her it sucks she's really feeling it's a capitalist it. nightmare it really is it's so unfair for her it, it, it's totally unfair and she gets into the office and there's flowers there from gus for her yeah with tickets to see the, the symphony because he brought it up yeah and he's like i really want to make music with you and so rose walks in and she immediately like hides the envelope that says sue ellen uh-huh. and she gives it to rose and is like this is for you actually yeah, gus got you flowers because quick sue thinker ellen, she's a quick the thinker. thing about sue ellen is she's not taking gus on no i'm not taking no. Gus on. she said i love that this is not happening to me. Right? She treats him how he should be treated, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> right? At this point, we're seeing Carolyn. Carolyn's starting to investigate because something's not sitting right with her. Well, Rose had a great... She comes in and she's all happy. Yeah. Because she had a great meeting with the superintendent. The ex-Florentine worked. And he yes. wants to place a huge... Ex-Florentine He wants to place a huge order. Yeah. She's going to triple the profit margins and pri- finally prove herself to New York. Finally. So she's like on cloud nine. Right. And then Carolyn and Bruce are like plotting against her. Yeah, Carolyn and Bruce are like, "Mm -mm, no. Um, And Walter, young Walter, has ordered a like $2,000 entertainment center. That's me. That's a bit me. It's so ugly. This is like a back and forth between like stuff is, this is where stuff starts to fall apart, okay? Uh Uh-huh. Walter is, you know, but getting an entertainment center. No one's paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. So, well, where's the QED report? Yep. Oh, my it's God. Too much. Everything is hectic. She goes out to find the QED report, uh-huh. and Kathy, Kathy's out Kathy, sick. Yeah. So, where's Kathy? She goes out there. Brian is there visiting Carolyn right. because he's, oh, we broke up, yeah. and they're having a conversation about her what's that relationship and so they're literally like my little brother's coming to my job because he just got dumped because he just got dumped and sue ellen walks by and she's like problem with sue ellen and i'm like brian doesn't feel like to turn around he actually turns around and catches a glimpse of her the the back of her right and you didn't put two and two together right so she like actually like rushes into gus's office because she doesn't want to get caught yeah and she and he's like you're coming in to hook up and she's like i actually i'm coming in to say fuck you don't ever talk to me again god he's disgusting He's so gross. Right? And the so entertainment they, they show so, yeah. us the entertainment center. And this is what I wrote. Entertainment center is a fucking monstrosity. Yeah. This, it's hideous. The, the technology was so big, 
It was gargantuan. It was gargantuan. It was yeah. awful. I'm sure the whole time it was like. Oh, it cl- it made s- you turned that off, and in the middle of the night, it was like flack. <laughs> it's probably like a 28 inch TV on in that whole monstrosity. Too. Well, I was like looking at like all the different like knobs on it, and yeah. the, the TV is like a 19 inch TV. Like yeah, it's like, it's a, like tiny, a wall. It's a wall. Of it's sound a wall of with a, with a tiny screen in it. And Kenny's busy with his friends, and Walter's like, "I need help getting the antenna he's fixed." He's like, "The TV's gonna work." So he and gets, he's like, shut up, who cares? So he's like, gets up on the roof to fix the antenna himself. Yeah. Poor At the Walter. same time, Suelle's like getting her paycheck and she's like, taxes! And so she's not getting the money she thought she well, was going to get. Also, Kathy brings in the QED report and gives it to Carolyn. And she's like, because she's sick and she brings it in. And mm-hmm. Carolyn's like, oh, I see that we have Kathy doing the QED reports. Exactly. So she's getting she's even like, more shit hey, on her. Hey, Carolyn. Yeah. I did this QED report for so long. That's well. a really good Kathy from sales. Thank you. And so she gets the QED report. And so as this is happening, like, it's all kind of, like, coming to head. And it's like, we're all going to get caught. Like, the jig is up. Like, mm-hmm. everything is up. And she's like, oh, here, Rose. Suellen's been having Kathy do the QED report. Uh-huh. And then Suellen looks like, did she get caught or not? And Rose is like, I was wondering how you were going to get it yeah. done. Great job delegating, yeah, Suellen. Amazing. I love though. I love um, the way that Rose Lindsay's expressions change when you, you realize that she's, like, actually fair and, like, on Swell's side. Yeah, she's, she's good. Like, at first, she's like, huh. And then it switches. She's like, I knew I loved you type she's of thing. like, my Vassar Ex- girl. Of course she delegated. She already has a cognitive bias with the Vassar thing. Yeah. Like she immediately. Lo- it, she doesn't give could, a fuck. It, it was made, I'm telling you, the fact that she put Vassar on the resume yeah, made in the stars. I also just want to say, we live right near Vassar. Very cute. I'm also a Vassar girl. Right? I like me too. I'm not. Um, and then what? we find out there's an emergency with Sue Ellen's son. Yep. You have a son? She has a son? Because Walter fell off the roof and broke his leg. And my first, my immediate question was, do they have health care? Well, this we is America. At the end of the movie, do they have health Yes, they do. <laughs> but so she, they're like, your son. And she's like, yeah, my son. So she like has to run off to the hospital and she's like, damn it, Kenny. Like, you're supposed to be watching him. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I can't do all this. Yep. And then she's like, oh my, and then she gets home and Walter's in a cast and she's like, all my, most of my check has gone to taxes. And then she finds out that the petty cash is gone because. This is, yeah. There is a huge sound system. Yeah, and she's Zach, like, what the fuck is this? And Zach bought Cynthia a Zsa diamond a ring. A diamond. It's a chip. It's a chip. Diamonds are forever. And <laughs> they've spent over $3,000 right out of her wallet. Unreal. And so she's like, I'm going to go to jail for embezzlement. My, I have to, like, start, we have to start, like, saving because yeah. I have to work and pay these paychecks and, back. Like, get another She's job. only getting, like, $700 every two weeks. After taxes. Right. So she's like, oh, my God, we're screwed. I think this is, like, the wake-up call that Kenny needs. Kenny needed it's, this It's up. Kenny's rock bottom. Kenny, when, when Walter fell off the roof, Kenny was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, okay. He was upset. And we find out next day at work, uh-huh. the school board rejected the GAW presentation. No. Sue Eleanor was right. The kids had a, a, they had protest, a huge protest. And they were like they burning, were burning uniforms. And I would love that. I, I wish I want they had done the that. The flashback yeah. scene of them just like, no, yeah. individuality. Right. And uh, so I was like, not surprised. So I was like, okay. Well, I told you so. So she's like, I'm going to fix it. And we get this like little montage of her kind of like, putting together like GAW outfits and like well what happens is that 
Rose is like, okay, this is it. This is the end. Go tell Franklin because like you have to tell Franklin. Right. Oh yeah, and the whole Someone, time she's doing it, she's yeah. shoving M and M's into her yeah, mouth, and is. it's such a funny performance. She's it's like, so funny. So good, it's Please so funny. Tell Franklin what happened. So she goes and tells Franklin, who's obviously very upset. But while you know it, it was good because it sent her to the factory floor, and swell at the end of the day is an artist she is an artiste so she a visionary she starts looking around and she's like getting ideas you can start seeing her like grabbing some stuff thinking mm-hmm. of some shit she's like wait and a minute she i colored this in in a, in a magazine right yeah and she don't give up Mm-mm. she does not give up she is she is the queen of pivoting i have to say i took a, that i i feel like i took a lot of that from I, her too yes. and you want you know, that she does that's also good is like not like misdirection but kind of like if just like I don't even know like what the word. It's not distraction. It's like, oh, this happened. But like, let me show you this thing that happened. Or like, um, when yeah. she like shoots Gus in, in the pants. Or like, yes, she's good. I don't at, know. She's just like really good on a dime. Good. She knows how to handle herself. Yeah, she does. The woman knows how to handle herself. So she comes up with like all these ideas oh my about God, wrote, how they're gonna fix it. I wrote Jocelyn is the swell of candles because she was like styling everything. You're and, like, precious. Making everything good. That's like the only thing I ever need to hear in my life <laughs> is that I'm the swell of candles. Thank you. Um, so she puts together a proposal. She puts together a proposal. They like it, and then they have to have a presentation. And, and Rose so, thinks it's genius. She's like immediately she's like, like this is genius. Rose like it's genius. We need to have a presentation. We need to get a banquet hall. And then she's like, you have enough in petty cash. And then the light bulb goes off, and Swell is like, I can cook. The That's books. what I'm talking about. Yes, this is what, this. It's like, okay, well, I'm in a predicament now. How do I like? and she's like we she's can like, use my house we can use my house as the banquet hall it's fantastic and we're like it's fabulous we're gonna fix the house right and she's like i can write all the receipts and we can fix this petty cash issue and then and then we get a, cleaning a montage. montage you guys a cleaning montage there has never been a cleaning montage needed more and they have made they, it's so satisfying because they have set it up already to be so disgusting that it, it feels so the dopamine yep. is Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they clean the house, all the kids are all in, and they're like, right as they're getting ready, they're like, can we do this here? And they're all like, rock and roll. Yeah. And, and it's like just all like, the friends come and help. All of Ke- Kenny's friends are there. Like Melissa's little league team is like doing service. Kenny's Ke- friends are helping, are parking cars. Yeah. So all his friends are going to be the, mo- they're going to come <sighs> home from Europe and be the models. It's because it's the end of the summer. So the house cute. looks amazing. They yeah, have like a beautiful in ground pool. There's an ice sculpture. This, the house is sickening. And I wrote, I was like, oh, Kenny is getting uh, good at being a chef. He's, like, learning how to cook. Yeah, it's, like, the mom and dad full transformation I wrote mom and dad, LOL. Yeah. And then Kenny starts couponing. The couponing. Right? And so we have, like, a little moment now where they've kind of done all this, where Kenny has, like, his mom freak out, where yeah. he, like, finally understands, like, he has, like, a moment where he's, like, I understand what it's like to be in this role. Right. Where he's, like... I waited for you. You're three hours late from work. You didn't call. We never go out anymore. You never take me anywhere. I mean, it's like a conversation that could be taken from any other movie from it, like a wife yelling at her husband. And then she gives her perspective right. and hers. They both, they showed us that both of their perspectives are right. Right. They, they both are not being served in this system at all. It sucks. Um, and then at one point she goes, I never asked you to whisk the couch. And he's like, it needed it. And I'm yep. telling you, it's just... I just, this movie is incredible. Yep. I just love it so much. And um, I, I love how, like, pr- Kenny's hair progressively gets more like a mom, too. Oh, yes. Like, it starts to curl like, under. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so funny. funny. Like, is he using rollers? No, like, Kenny. I'm like, 
Kenny in that scene where he's waiting in the kitchen oh, and his hair's like iconic, blown yeah. out and he's got like the shirt. He's so mad. He's such an angry mom like, in the waiting. kitchen. It's like a Tropicana commercial. Oh my god. Isn't it that? Stop. Um, so, but then Bruce overhears Swell talking to Kenny on the phone right. about the missing petty cash. And she's like, it's all gone. So he's like, we got him. Yeah. And so they like break into her desk when she's gone and look at petty cash, but it's all legit. There's all receipts there. Yeah. So that's not what it is. But what do they find? She left her purse there. The driver's license. She's only 17. And I have to say their reaction was like quite tepid. Their their reaction was just like more like. They're like, oh shit, she's 17. Do I know what my real reaction would be like? Oh my god, she's 17. Yeah, she's a minor? This is a kid? Like, this is illegal. <laughs> oh my god, right? Is she okay? Their reaction was like, this whole night this fucking is bitch. in the hands of a teenager. I know. And you're like, that's this not the This hasn't changed your perspective at all like, about what's happening? Like, she's a child. Yeah. You're a bitch. Does she need help? Right, why is she doing, like, her kid? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> bitch. Um, I also love that, back to the fight between Kenny and swell. Oh yeah. One thing that she said that just is so funny to me. She's like, "I I missed Oprah every day of my summer vacation for this." You know? And I felt that. Those were new Oprah episodes. Yep. Those were the peak. In the beginning. The peak. I felt that. No, I get that. So, so they it's the I, big night. They pull it's the big night of the presentation. Yeah. And I wrote, "The house looks fucking radical." I yeah. It looked awesome i wrote the house looks sick kenny got a haircut and is now kenneth kenneth made food it looks amazing yeah and like he made the, a fucking baked brie you guys they really turned it out and i have to say the level of detail and making everything work and working with what you have yeah took yeah taking notes yep. i also love that kenny's friends are dicks to bruce and carolyn oh the yeah car. they're they're like can you park because they're the um the valets. valet and they're like can you park our car and then he goes park it yourself metallica breath metallica breath which is just like so funny what just does like even the mean? yuppies versus the rock kids and and then my favorite line in any movie ever that encompasses how i feel on the whole all the time is this line that is uttered by rose yeah when Carolyn comes to the presentation and she's like, Rose, I have to show you something. <laughs> and Rose turns to her and says, what is it, Carolyn? Something? It's the best line delivery. What is it, Carolyn? Something? I like to think that they did it in one take, too. Is, it doesn't that encompass how you feel about literally everything? Yeah. You get an email. What is it, Carolyn? Something? something? Like literally a text. Like a text. Anything. Anything. A sound. And a sound. What, so, oh, something yeah. wonderful. I mean, I just think it's so funny. It's usually my damn self. So she's to like, myself. <laughs> right? So, right? And so she's literally like, I just want to let you know, this entire evening rests on the hands of a teenager. And like shows her Sue Ellen's a photocopy, I, of, a photocopy of her ID. And then Sue Ellen looks at it and goes, this is without a doubt the pettiest. Like she just like right? tells her off. She's oh, like, Gr-. and then she goes, it. Carolyn, grow up. I love it. Telling her to grow yeah. up. Oh, I love Rose. Right? God. So then it comes out that Gus has been being aggressive with her. And Rose. Well, yeah, he like does it again. She like sprays. She, she sprays literally takes him a with a gun squirt gun. In the crotch. Right. Iconic. And Rose walks in. She goes, what's happening here? And you could, it could easily have been like. G- totally. Swellen. But she, she's like, Rose. 
Gus has a little bit of a crush on me. Yeah. She's like, has he been bothering you? As, yeah. And she's like, yeah. And then she believes her. Yep. She believes her immediately. Um, and uh, do you know what I love about it too? Yeah. She believes her and then she's like, we have something, we, we have to do this now. It's Let's, showtime. Let, yeah. She's like, let me hold on to this. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. I also love um, when Nicole, Swell's friend, walks in and sees Kenny. She's like, Kenny? Kenny? And, and he's like, hey, Nicole. And she's like, oh. Yeah. I she's into that. Chef Kenny. Um, we find out what, when they're introducing Sue Ellen that she was employee of the month, which I just wanted I, to add. I, unbelievable. I wrote that too. Um, and then I said for like the fact, like the fashion show starts, yeah. the music, the, it's, it's, it's they've done production. such a good job. Did they use that entertainment system? I wonder. Probably. They would have had to. They had probably had to do, in, uh, had to write a receipt for it in petty cash. Right. Um, and I wrote obsessed with this early 90s Chanel, uh, Moschino uniform Bellhop? mashup. Yeah. Like the cool, the, it's the, the outfits are. It's the best thing I've ever seen. Completely preposterous. Right. As they are and they're not. Because right. like in a world, in a in a dream world, this is how people dress. I said they don't make practical sense, but boy, are they cute! And no, they do, they do. Yeah, they do. Like, why not? Yeah, they do. The bellhop outfits, fantastic. Imagine right. pulling up to like the fucking Beverly Hills Hotel, right? And like these fucking outfits come out. That being said, Nicole's nurse's uniform. Yep. Mm, not gonna see a nurse in that outfit I'm, i personally am not a nurse right but i can i can you imagine, personally are not i can imagine myself wearing it as a nurse oh okay what about the stethoscope necklace did you like yeah, that obviously because cool. that was a yes fun. if my tools could be jewelry hello okay so imagine every, living in this world this, oh. in a city where everyone looks like that i mean i i do wish I, I feel like we we were given a choice when this movie came out right mm-hmm. we were given a set of ideas mm-hmm. that people in these uniforms could look this way mm-hmm and we turned it down yeah. as a society. You know what? You're right. How rude is that? The, so disrespectful. Like the chef outfit? Why aren't we wearing the, the colors? fucking umpire uniform? Oh my god. Whipping up some magic in her boots. Um, <laughs> this It all comes crashing down because Brian... Oh my god. He has pulls his, up. He has to have his Lloyd Dobler moment. He's... He, he's... <laughs> He does. He literally pulls up and he's like on like the loudspeaker of the clown car. And he's Which like, refuses to not play that music. It has to play that music. Why does it have to be like, dun, dun, dun. there's absolutely there's a, a switch. switch that I've Bri- seen a, f- yeah. First of all, Brian's pulling up like, there's clearly an event happening at this home. I know. Shut the fuck up. Can you up. use your fucking no, eyes? I no, I literally, he's like so stupid. No, I hate Brian and I hate Carolyn. Do you know what's like so crazy to me? Going back to like when they were fighting about like why she wasn't telling him shit. Yeah. And he was like, do you want to go see the baseball game? My sister will be in there. She's like, I hate baseball. And, like, why is that not, like, a deal breaker for him? Like, oh, okay, like, I don't understand. similar But, like, interests. I don't understand why these people, like, this is, like, a thing that happens with couples is that, like, they, one of them will hate something the other one's, like, really into. Right. And it's like, how is that compatible? They're not compatible. It's not. They, they, if you hated something I loved, like, how does that fucking work? Right. I don't know. But he's just like, okay, not big deal. But also, like, she's allowed to not want to go, too. Because he's like, you don't like being, you don't want to go? I know, but I'm just saying it's going to present a lot of problems in the future. Like, I just don't, there's no foresight. They should have, this relationship, first of all, I've not heard her say a word about it since, like, she doesn't even care. She doesn't give a fuck about this Like, I don't need. As she shouldn't, because he's hideous. We actually don't need the Brian plot. No, we actually don't. This it's movie like the, is about her and, and Rose at uh, the most we, as a relationship. And then like her family and that whole yeah. thing. I don't need the Brian. We only need the Brian because of the Carolyn. I 
don't even need it, but it does add a little bit of drama. No, I think it adds, like, there might, like, the whole thing of, like, like, do we Because Carolyn need it? can exist without Brian. Yeah, yeah, okay. We don't need it. I just think that they probably tested it and they needed a teen love interest for the audiences. Sure. Ugh. Let me know, guys. And they picked that guy. Yeah. They, it should have been Zach, honestly. He's too young. I don't care. Elena, he's she's too seventeen. Young. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's so gorgeous. <laughs> I can't. I cannot believe how gorgeous Zach is. I mean, his eyes are like they. Uh, she, both he and Christine Applegate have like some of the most beautiful blue eyes I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Like pools. I would commit first degree murder to look like Zach. Stop yourself. Oh, you are so gorgeous. No, he is like stunning. May he rest. Um. So, so not only does Brian show up, right? But their fucking mom is there. Mom is home. Mom's er- home early, and then in her fucking Steve Irwin crocodile Dundee outfit. Oh yeah, she has a full crocodile Dundee outfit on, and it all comes crashing down. And then I wrote, "I hate the mom," and she wrote, "You're in big trouble, young lady." Like how was in that front of reaction? all of these? strangers do these people like not see what's happening right they just like uh, you're in big trouble young lady look around you don't talk to me who's in my house right like just be like hey what's going on yeah what instead of scolding and publicly embarrassing your child why don't you just say why don't you go have a bite of the baked brie and shut the fuck up oh my god so she sue ellen does a big reveal speech where she's like i'm only at 17 Mm -hmm. blah 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 she's so brave um and this like the mom is like being a bitch and she's like complaining and blah, 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 blah. in her perfectly new clean house. and i literally want to be like you're welcome for you're welcome for your house you fucking bitch i wrote <laughs> and then sue ellen basically is like you're cranky go to your it's room a, it's amazing the way this is where it really solidified to me that you got so many of your tools from this movie because <laughs> she was literally like you you have this ability to direct people into a more calm state. That's so nice. Because there's no reason to be in a tizzy. Like, things right. can, like, like in the lesson of Rose, like, it's showtime. Yeah. This can wait. This is showtime, baby. Yeah. This is showbiz. Yeah. So, like, for Swell to be like, listen, we're all tired. We, you're gonna, did you see my throat? It was like, <laughs> <laughs> Betrayed by your own body. I know. We, we do this podcast and, like, it's so annoying because I we always do it at a time where I know I'm going to get hungry. By oh, the I've been hungry it. this whole time. I'm my stomach is literally like, shwee, bop, bop, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> all my asses are coming up. But, and she's like, so what you're going to do is you're going to go to sleep in the bed that I've been sleeping in, by the way. Right. She's she been like, sleeping in her, her mom's room. room, I know. And we'll talk about it in the morning. She tells her to go to your yeah, room. Yeah, go to your room. And it's just. The parent, the parentification of our generations is like. This movie is about the parentification of our generations. Yes. Yeah. And that's all. And it's, and it's a big deal. Not, it's so sick. Yep. It's, it points out it's so the disease insidious too. Of capitalism. It's so it, insidious. They knew in 91. They knew in 91. Yeah. Because like it's impossible to do it. The, the, the set, it's not set up properly. It is impossible to have a nuclear family where I mean, and it maybe was possible at one point, but it's just not. It's we don't got like that in anymore. like fifty eight. Yeah, it was from it was possible for like two 63. years during yeah, like, the that New was Deal. It. <laughs> yeah, for like white people only. Yeah, yeah. And like things have gotten so out of hand, right? With this late stage capitalism, it's like inevitable. It's the it, the inevitable conclusion to the story. Like if infinite growth, like it's it takes a toll on everything. Yeah. It and does. like it's just not possible. It isn't. You need 
you can't just keep growing without stealing from something. And I go, we saw this TikTok last night of this woman who was a full-time mom and she had a full-time nanny and she gets like shamed for it all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, and she was how talking about how psychologically anybody? it's so fucked up. Like we're supposed to be like, it's a village raise right. a child. Like the two parent household is like actually not enough. What it, what it should be. Right. Like as like our human instincts, it goes against like how society has made us set up families. They, it isolates us. It, uh, yeah. It isolates our families. Like it isolates parents. We, we need community so much. Exactly. And it's like the system prevents us from having that so much. It encourages individualism. I mean, this is a great example of like, look at individualism. There was five minors living alone. Right. It, no one knew about it. And they had to fend for themselves. They didn't have enough money. They were like fighting over food. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you're in Australia? I can't. Is, the mother being in Australia on someone else's dime, by the way. Right. Living up her best life while her children are at home fending Starving? for themselves is an allegory for boomer generation v gen x and millennial gen yeah. z like or like and it's not necessarily like this is not to villainize boomers as individual people this is just like what society has done right. this is how the system how it has played out this is the freakonomics of all the shit that has happened uh-huh. and this is what's happening and it's pointing it out mm-hmm. um but just to keep things in perspective Everything is fine because the buyers loved it. They <laughs> loved it. They're like, she comes out to say goodbye oh to Rose. And, and she's like, the buyers didn't care about all that. They loved I it. I have seven meetings lined up for Doesn't this week. Doesn't she call them like old whores? And that they, yeah, she does. She's like, they're a bunch of old whores. I and love they it. love the drama. I love it. Kenny's like cleaned up his shit. And like now uh, Nicole wants to go on a date with him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, he's like, I'm going to start going to class. I think I'm going to go to culinary school. He's found himself. Yep. And Rose wants Swell to keep working. She's like, you're incredible. Yeah. And she's a stupid idiot. And she's like, I want to go to college. Right. That's like, oh, she, a, a cruel bunch of But you of know debt. what? At the same point, like, does she need to enter the workforce right now? Let her go live her best life and rack up hundreds of thousand dollars worth of debt. Yeah, just honestly, like everybody else. Yeah, she should have not have done that. Right? Um, I wrote, she did it. Wait, oh yeah, Brian. And then she and Brian, I guess, reconcile. I and I literally didn't even write anything down for the end he of He literally like, writes something like, what are you doing New Year's Eve? And I'm like, it's definitely August, so. Yeah. Um, and then the movie ends with the mom saying, hey, where's the babysitter? <gasps> and it's like, <laughs> I, I, do like I do love a scene <laughs> during the credits. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, the scene during the credits where they show the more the guys the, at the yeah. mortuary, and they're like, "She was so nice." It's like you just like her because she left a bunch of money yeah. to you, so she, oh, she had all that money. And on then her. on her gravestone, it said, "Nice old lady inside died of natural causes." Ugh, per- that, it's a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. It's flawless. I'm glad you love it as much as I do. Absolutely flawless. It's, yeah, I'm a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna try and get our hands uh, on some spice world soon yeah i don't know black market spice world i mean i mean i don't want to have to but i will go to the dark net it reminds me of when we <laughs> lived in vienna we the way that we used to get cable was so sketchy we oh would, like we God. literally bought like cable boxes on the on the like the black market because you just wanted to watch some sweet sweet delicious television so we, yeah we got like british sky tv so we could get nice. like nickelodeon and cartoon network and stuff but we would go to like the train tracks in the middle of the night and buy it from like some guy no way it was so scary i was scared all the time i mean it's scary (laughs) this is a scary world i was so scared it's absolutely horrifying in here yeah did you know that apparently space smells like meat 
That's something I heard one time. Think about that. Yeah. So you're that sounds like something from like a Burger King commercial. Yeah, I, I I literally heard something one time that they said that space smells like meat. Burning flesh? Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but. Interesting. I'm going to have to see some science behind that. Yeah, I, there's probably something like, there's no such thing as smell in space. Exactly. You I can't don't know smell in anything space. in space. Space? <laughs> space? <laughs> But I just wanted to say thank you guys for the suggestion of this movie because I love you as my favorite. Are you sure it wasn't just you on a bunch of burner accounts? Can you imagine? <laughs> like I wouldn't is. be able to keep all the passwords straight for a I was like, Johnson, there's a lot accounts. of don't tell mom the babysitter's dead in here. I, don't be surprised <laughs> if the next movie we do is Brink. Okay, bitch. <laughs> it's like Elena Skates 69. <laughs> Stop. Scapes. <laughs> so we call it Scapes now because um, our friend up here has a niece who is like... Three? two or three she's really little she is so iconic though so her name is charlie yeah and she's like a rock star she's like a punk princess she's like, like literally always in like a ripped up elsa dress yeah with like funky hair and like and no she, shoes and she's always like party yeah she is <laughs> she's but she's like sweet also right so i have this like tattoo on my leg of the grim reaper wearing skates and i was wearing shorts and she saw it and she like points at the skates right like very gently, gently pointing at the skates on my on the tattoo and she goes scapes <laughs> i like lost my mind it was so sweet it was the cutest thing i've ever she was seen like scapes <laughs> so now we call it scapes. scapes now we call like everything scapes and now it's scapes it's, and that's uh, and that's show business baby <laughs> and on that note i gotta go eat something yeah and i gotta go tend to my uterus and i love you guys i gotta be put to pasture i gotta go please put me out I gotta go change my depends. I gotta go. Ugh. I love you guys, and we'll be back in a couple weeks. We gotta weeks, go with the couch. Hopefully with at least something Spice Girls related to talk about, because I now it's my mission to get Spice World online. So. Okay, someone called Brooklyn Beckham. He's not doing anything. Brooklyn! He can get on this. Victoria! Anybody. Yeah. Help us out. Um, and we love you. Love you all. Bye, Canada. Bye! Bye.